It's time to resist. They can't arrest us all. And they can't keep all your kids home from school. They can't keep every government building closed. We don't have to accept the mandates, lockdowns, and harmful policies of the petty tyrants and feckless bureaucrats. We can simply say no. Not again. The only way to stop these mandates is to refuse to comply. Refuse to show vaccine passports. Refuse to wear a mask. Refuse to stay at home. We will not comply with Fauci. We will not comply with Joe Biden. And we will not comply with authoritarian governors. I am not going to comply. This ends now. Christ is my commanding officer. The Holy Bible is my code of conduct. Faith, prayer, and the Word are my weapons of warfare. I have been taught by the Holy Spirit, trained by experience, tried by adversity, and tested by fire. I am a volunteer in this army. I am enlisted for eternity. I will not get out, sell out, be talked out, or pushed out. I am a soldier. I am not a baby. I do not need to be pampered, petted, primed up, pumped up, picked up, or pepped up. Because I am a soldier. No one has to call me, remind me, write me, visit me, entice me, or lure me. Because I am a soldier. No one has to send me flowers, gifts, food, cards, candy, or give me handouts. I do not need to be cuddled, cradled, cared for, or catered to. I am committed. I am a soldier. I cannot be discouraged enough to turn me aside. I cannot lose enough to cause me to quit. I will win. I am more than a conqueror. I will always triumph. I can do all things through Christ which strengthen me. Devils cannot defeat me. People cannot disillusion me. Weather cannot weary me. Sickness cannot stop me. Battles cannot beat me. Money cannot buy me. Governments cannot silence me. And hell cannot handle me. I am a soldier. Even death cannot destroy me, for when my commander calls me from this battlefield, he will promote me to captain and then allow me to rule with him. I am a soldier in the army. I am marching. I am claiming victory. I will not give up. I will not turn around. I am a soldier. understand. A figure walking through the mist 
with a rifle in his hand. His clothes were torn and dirty as he stood there by the bed. He took off his three-cornered hat and speaking low, he said, We fought a revolution to secure your liberty. We wrote the Constitution as a shield from tyranny. For future generations, this legacy we gave to make you the land of the free and home of the brave. The freedoms we secured for you, we thought you'd always keep. But tyrants labor endlessly. While your parents were asleep, now your freedom's gone. Your courage is lost. You're no more than a slave in your land of the free and home of the brave. You buy permits to travel, permits to own a gun, permits to start a business or build a place for one. On land you think you own, you pay your yearly rent. But you don't have a voice in saying how that money's spent. Now your children attend a school that doesn't educate, and your Christian values can't be taught according to the state. You read about your current news in a regulated press and pay more taxes than you owe to that thing called IRS. Your money's no longer made of silver or of gold. You trade your wealth for paper so your life can be controlled. And you pay for crimes that make your nation turn from God in shame. Now you've taken Satan's number and traded in your name. You give your government control to those who could do you harm so they could padlock churches and steal the family farm and keep the nation deep in debt while putting men of faith in jail and then harass your fellow countrymen while your corrupt courts prevail. Your public servants don't uphold the solemnest they've sworn. And now your daughters visit doctors so their children won't be born. You send guns and artillery to foreign shore, and then you send your youth to slaughter, fighting other people's wars. Could you regain the freedoms for which we fought and died, or have you lost your courage and your faith to stand with pride? Are there no more values for which you fight to save? Or do you wish your children to live in fear and be a slave? And people of this republic, it's time to rise and take a stand. Defend the Constitution, the supreme law of your land. Preserve your great republic and every God-given right. And let us pray to God to keep that torch of freedom burning bright. to recruit for a militia. God save King George! Broadcasting live and live to Patriot Control of America. You're listening to the Patriot Party Podcast. Now on the show, the chair is against the wall. The muskrat jumps over the berm. 
This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland. And I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember, all I'm offering is the truth, nothing more. And during the few moments that we have left, we want to talk right down to earth in a language that everybody here can easily understand.
motherfuckers to another edition of the Patriot Party Podcast. I am the Mick, and with me, of course, is my much better beloved, better half. V. Lynn. Hello, Patriots. But wait, I have a new introduction for us. You do. Because apparently we're a cult, and I'm your cult leader. Do we have a secret handshake? Can we make one? Can we make a secret handshake? I've never been in a cult before. How, do, how does how this do work? Do I don't, I don't, do like I don't. That. You go like this, 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 <laughs> this, 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 yeah. this. Oh, oh, wait, wait. Apparently we're also grifters. You know, Hotep Jesus um, has his grifter awards coming up. Maybe we can. Uh, maybe, submit. Maybe we can submit. I don't think maybe, we've asked for enough money Maybe yet. Sparky will submit us for Hotep Jesus' grifters, grifties awards. That'd be outstanding. That would be Look, awesome. All I'm going to say about that is this. This is fucking simple. First, grow the fuck up. Seriously, dude. Um, you have absolute... Unless you want us to do your show for you, bro. Um, our phone has always been open. Our email has always been there. We've told you several times on the air to reach out. You have never done it. I've got video of it. I've got episodes of it where we've told you to reach out. Grow up. Stop just coming into the chat, fucking throwing up a bunch of bullshit and rolling out. And in the good book, nonetheless. Jeez, hey, dude, what the fuck are you thinking? Bro, our phones have always been open. The email's always been open. It's fucking simple. You, you want to know why we do replays? You ready for this one? We don't have enough live content. We'll drop a, a replay if you're going to do something live. But you've never reached out. You haven't asked us. All you did oh, is bitch. And by the way, for the umpteenth time, and I know we've said this before, but I'll just say it again. It's got nothing to do with me with what's going on in the daytime here. What her and Liana, they're doing that together. The replays are being done between her and Liana together. But but apparently we're stealing all of Liana's followers so look okay. this is simple you want to do something with the channel it's fine anybody any one of you any one of you you guys gotta death i saw you went on deplorable janet's show well done sir well done i listened well done good to learn about you bro thunder 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 kicks. get the fuck oh. out of here you all want to do something if you're going to start your own shit. That's fucking awesome. Do it. But you want to come on the channel. That's fine. We'll give you as much time as you want. We will. We're on other people's channels doing the same thing. That's why we shut down Red Pill halfway through the show. Yeah. Because we do the same thing. But Def's doing a show. Def, you want time on the air? We'll give it to you. You want to do your show? That's awesome. You want to do it with that banner, with that little fucking cannabis and combat logo on it? You got to do it here to do that, but we'll give it to you. It's all about the channel. If we can put more people on the channel and chew up more airtime, we can run this show fucking 24-7. Right now, we do replays because we don't have enough live content. Shit, Leanna does fucking five out, six hours. Seven now, sometimes. Yeah. Seven hours most days. We don't even come close to that. Not even close. We do two hours a night. There's 24 fucking hours in a day. Hmm. I, I'm just saying, dude, don't, don't start bad-mouthing people and saying people didn't tell you. We have told you over and over again. That's it. 
Stop this fucking petty childish bullshit. Pick up the phone or send us an email. You want to do something, that's fine. We're down for it. We'll drop replays for live airtime. Trust me. We will do that in a heartbeat. Mm -hmm. And that goes for anybody. Def, any one of you guys, anybody thinks about starting their own channel, go for it. We'll give you the live airtime. I can't guarantee the audience that's on you. But if you want to come on the channel and do it, absolutely, because there's obviously carryover audience that will listen or pay attention. Hmm. I'm just throwing it out there. I, I swear to God, this is getting fucking ridiculous, though, bro. Seriously. We always. love you, but this is fucking stupid. Stop the bullshit. Grow up. We're down for it. We'll help you out. I'm not going to do your show for you. I'm not going to fucking run your cameras. I'm not going to run your soundboard. I'm not going to fucking be in Scotland. So that eliminates all of that. You got to do your own thing over there, bro. You just got to send us what we need. We know what we need. We can tell you what, what you need. We'll give you the stream keys. It's not a big deal. Really is it? If you're going to do something live, I'd rather live shit than replays. Replays yeah. are fucking boring. Yeah. We get maybe 40 or 50 listeners in there. Maybe. And that's fluctuating. Yeah. So that's up to But honestly, we get the most people watching Justin's show at the end of Liana's show, which is what the whole point of it is anyway. Yeah. So, you know. Well, we haven't figured out how to get his shows out so that we can just air them individually. Once we can do that, that's it. That's fucking done. Because the free time will be chewed up with his shows. Mm -hmm. So I I'm just saying. We, we got to quit the bullshit. Yeah. Anywho. Yeah. You're right, though, Leo and, and Ironwood. I wish I could. You want to get hot? Yeah, I do. I wish I could grift. Seriously. I, I, <laughs> I wish I didn't have a soul. I wish I had no morals and I didn't have a soul and I could just steal your money. And I wouldn't I, I wouldn't feel anything. If I had more time, then, um, hey, I could fish for clicks and bait like he's. Fuck, OK, seriously. No, we're done with it. We're I don't done even with name it. the fucking show. There's not even a fear porn title up there. We can't even do for fear fuck's sake. We don't even do, do fear porn. We do what Julian did. And, and only like the really smart people know that. Or you've listened to the show. Well, I put often. Julian date on there now, but because people oh, didn't did figure it out for a while. But yeah, <laughs> but you're jumping the gator there, babe. I, I wanted to get high. Sorry. I know. Me too. My bad. I'm. Dude, it's been a day. I just, I, I didn't want to do that. I hate fucking doing that shit because he doesn't deserve that. And I don't want to yell at anybody, but this is, come on, dude. This is ridiculous now. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Anyway, hit the yeah. music. I'm sorry. We're all My good. bad. It's all good. It's all good. Smoke some. Yeah. No shit. Yeah. That was how my day started. And then I got to call Verizon. That's more fun. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. That was fun. I'm sure it was. Because after someone went on a computer that wasn't ours and said, hey, can you send me two brand new phones with two brand new phone lines to a place that I don't live? And Verizon said, sure. And shipped out the phones to South Dakota. I got all that shut down. I got all that canceled, right? That took me all fucking day. Then I got the bill. They charged us not only the connection fees on the new phones, but then the disconnect fees on those fraudulent phones. 
did you tell them that we're not paying that? Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah, no, no. Not only did I get all those fees taken off, but I got a bunch of other shit taken off too. Our bill this month is like one hundred and twenty-five dollars. Good. <laughs> Because holy shit. Because again, I wasted another fucking two hours on the phone with Verizon. I was like, look, we've been loyal customers for over 20 years now. That is not being reciprocated right now. Tell me why I should even bother to stay with y'all. Because every single person I've spoken to is is completely incompetent. Complete, And you can't talk to each other. Like everybody's fucking incompetent. And I said that to one guy, I was like, first thing I asked him, are you a supervisor? He's like, no, but I've been here for 18 years. I do like eight jobs. I can handle anything that you need. I told him my story. He's like, yeah, I can't help you. <laughs> yeah, I can't help you with that one. That's one job I can't do. I gotta, he's like, I got to send you to fraud. I'm like, fraud is the one that fucked it up in the first fucking place. It's kind of like the federal government. Exactly. In that, in that aspect, one one division sends it to another division that sends it to another division. But eventually, you get so wore out of getting passed around like a fucking two dollar hooker that you finally say, you know what? Fuck it, I'm done. And whatever, whatever y'all do, I don't care. Oh yeah. Oh, I got the address that scammed us in South Dakota, Ben. I'm. Oh, absolutely. We, we put it out in the air. We know where that is. Yeah, we know exactly where it was mm-hmm. going. Yep. Um. We were asking you all if you guys knew anybody in South Dakota yeah, would be no, interested do. to go hunt down a couple of people they do. for there's, us. There's uh, someone from the Red Hill Project that's over there. Take a look at them. Knock on the door. Be like, hey, by the way. Were you waiting for some phones? Because I think down. they might have gotten delivered to the wrong address. Send them to the nearest police station. They'd probably be fucking stupid enough to... Come pick them up. Oh, oh they're no down shit. here. They just give them the address. You don't even tell them it's a police station. Exactly. Just give them the address. Yeah, they the show address. up. And they're like, totally. Oh, shit. Exactly. Fuck. Because that, that, that's some stupid shit. It really is. And then I got to go spend the day with my mom. Which I was late. But because I was dealing with Verizon. But um, because she wanted to go through her freezers now so she could give me more expired food. Yes. Say that again so everybody can hear that one more time. (laughs) I had to go over to my mom's house to help her go through her freezers so she could get rid of her expired food. Nothing goes bad in the freezer. It's fucking frozen. Bingo. I mean, there's, okay, some meats and stuff that were legit like hardcore freezer burned and i was like oh well, that's shit that's going in the dog food that's fine then i go fuck but uh i came home with three coolers full of expired food yeah yeah that's not how that works just saying once again actually i kind of like that yeah. once again they just put expiration dates on boxes of food so that you buy more. It's not like stuff that you're like, oh, well, this can be refrigerated or frozen and I put it in the freezer. Like, you know, no one cares about that. No, no, this is stuff that's like always been frozen and it's always supposed to be frozen and they put a fucking expiration date on it. Why? It's a scam. It's a scam. So you do exactly what her mother's doing right now, going Mm -hmm. through her freezer. Yeah. Saying I'm getting rid of shit because it's past the expiration date. It's well past the expiration date. 
Yeah. <sighs> Connor's going to be excited. We have um, like frozen pot stickers that expired in 2021. Well, I don't, I don't know. Is it one of those Asian cuisine like meals? <laughs> <laughs> those are questionable after a while. Those are questionable in the, like in the when beginning. You first get them, I mean, <laughs> let's be honest about that. I know mom just wanted to help us without us, without us feeling like we're taking charity. I'm like, fuck mom. We can just got to go. If you, 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 you can just call go to buy charity, us food, we can just go to Costco. Charity. Like I'm totally cool with that. Like, but but she for some reason she is feeling um the need to go through all of her stuff and and organize it and inventory it and figure it out and get rid of some stuff and whatnot i wonder what's driving that much like your father mm -hmm. and us too think about it yeah. it seems like your mother and father just give us all the shit all they don't shit. want. Yeah. All the shit they don't want. Yeah. Yes. Fucking toilet paper has an expiration date. <laughs> That's the dumbest shit ever. <sighs> oh, I can't wait till the end of the world. People are going to be like, there's an expiration date on it. Who gives a fuck? Eat it back. <laughs> so many people are going to fucking. Oh, it's going to be hysterical. Oh, my God. Wow. I, yeah, I know. It's. You know what? Actually, I'm going to start with. No, 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 no. Start with. No, uh, no. Wait, I have the perfect one to start with. And it's not this one, but it's in here. Uh, yeah, here you go. Things that make you go. Hmm. 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 Well, it's dead air. Just yep. letting you know. I know. You hate it, supposedly. I'm getting more used. <laughs> so you keep telling me. I know. Hang on. So the White House is unable to track billions of dollars sent to Ukraine, and the U.S. Treasury is unable to track trillions of dollars in pandemic spending, yet the IRS wants to know where your $5.38 is or you're going to jail. So the White House... Hmm. Things that make you go. Hmm. hmm. Just saying. Hmm. Just saying. All right. Was it uh my boss today? He was uh doing taxes. Mm-hmm. Why? He came walking back in or walking out of the office with a box. Well, he has to do taxes because he's got it. And um he put all his shit in the back of his truck and he goes. Imagine this. This is what I have to take to my tax man every year to get my taxes done. He goes, there's probably like five trees in there right now. Mm -hmm. uh, he's like, I, I, I can't make this shit up. Did you tell him that before the Rockefellers bought all the forest, that all would have been made out of hemp? And I, I, I told him that, no, no, I sat there and I said, it, it would be amazing if the rest of us could all just piece this shit together. Like, it's not just us people that need to stop paying taxes. It's everybody, companies, corporations, everybody. Mm -hmm. Fuck your taxes. This is, I mean, until they start doing what they said they were going to do from the get go, there's no point to quit. It's kind of like when the house passes a bill and they send it over to the Senate, right? Mm -hmm. 
the Senate can do what to it? They can change it a little bit as yeah. long as they don't change the, the actual gist of the bill, yeah. of the, bill the yep. spirit, if you will, of the bill. They can adjust the bill. They can adjust different things in the bill where specific funding goes. They they have that power. That's part of being a senator, right? Once they approve that bill, if they change it too much, and let's say Congress doesn't like the changes that the Senate made to it, they can try and recall the bill. However, if there is an overwhelming majority in the Senate that says, no, it's good to go, then it goes on to the president's desk. It doesn't go back to Congress. Well, now, how does Congress stop that bill if they don't like it? They remove all the funding. Mm -hmm. They drop all of the bills, all of the shit in the bill that they want or that they, you know, that they didn't want. They drop all that funding down to the last rungs of the funding chain. What does that guarantee? No money ever gets there. What happens to that bill? It basically fucking dies. Yeah, it's a law that dies. Okay, where are you going with this? The point is, this is the taxes that we pay. If Congress can do that legally to the Senate, why can't we do it to the fucking government? We just stop paying. Fuck you and your taxes. Well, just saying. 150 years ago, you didn't have to ask permission from the government to go fishing, own a property, build on your property, renovate your home, use a transportation vehicle, start a business, get married, own a weapon, hunt, cut hair, sell a product, protest, grow your own food, sell that food that you grow on your own property, or even just set up a lemonade stand. And now you virtually can't do anything without asking for the government's permission first. So if you still think you're free... You're deluding yourself. Hate to break it to you, but you're a free-range human in a tax. One. My, uh, it's funny. My uncle um, on my mom's side heard that. Mm -hmm. He said, what, what are you talking about? You don't have to go back 150 years. He said, go back to 1955 America. He said in 1955 America, there were no licenses for barbers. There were, there was none of that. There was barely licenses for cars. You didn't need shit to build on your property. You could hunt and fish in your backyard if you wanted. In 1955 America, you could do all of that unless you lived in a city. That was the only place you obviously couldn't hunt and fish right in your backyard. But anywhere else in 1955's America, you could have fucking done anything you wanted to do. What changed? From 1955 to today, what changed? Mm. That's a good question. Gotta make you wonder. Hmm. The little things. Operation Paperclip, anyone? That would have been post-paperclip. That would have exactly. been during, right in the middle of paperclip. Correct. How long does it take to change society? 30 years. Mm -hmm. 30 years. Two whole generations. Mm-hmm. One, if they start out really stupid. According to the Russians and Igor, he said it was fucking 30 years, two mm -hmm. whole generations. And you can fuck up a whole society. Crash it right around it. Just saying. Bob says, I remember going to flight school and finding out your license is for life with no renewals. Wow. 
blew my mind. Couldn't believe it. Holy fuck. That's you mean it? See, that is that's fucking that's on the bullshit. other. I mean, it's bullshit. What? 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 What are you going to say? You have to renew your driver's license. How many you years? Do. Every 10 years. And how much does that cost you? Yeah. I mean, you don't have to take the test again, but you still have to renew it. And you got to pay for it because it yep. wants their money. Mm hmm. What, 30 bucks or whatever it is? Dude, if you don't believe all of that is budgeted out over time, you're higher than a kite. Yeah. But that's, <laughs> I can't believe that they give pilots licenses for life. That's fucking crazy. That, I didn't that know that. crazy. I'd have to ask my brother about that. I bet he's got his still. Absolutely. I know he does because he still flies. Well, yeah. But he's a he's a nerd, but a, a huge nerd. I fuck, No I, offense, Leo, but most Leo, pilots I, are. Yeah, I hope you're not, dude. Please tell me you're not one of those guys. Like, yeah. I mean, I met some met some tools when I worked in the Pentagon, bro. His brother, like my brother's. Nick always classic. yells at me to not to forget my knife when whenever I get dressed. I think his brother doesn't ever forget his pocket protector. It's no joke. Just saying. F fourteen pilots are not Maverick. Yeah. They're not what you see. No. I'm telling you right now. No, they're they taller are, too. They're pocket protecting wearing nerds. I'm telling you. But taller than Tom Cruise. Anyway. <sighs> It's getting rough out there for these uh, millennials. millennials. Does anyone else just work their ass off for like the last three or four years for like a college degree and now you have a job that you hate and you still can't afford life and you're still fucking miserable and you can't pay any of your bills and you can't live in the house that you imagine and you just feel lied to because you thought that if you just went to college and got a degree, you'd be able to afford a house and like things that make you happy, but yet you're still barely can afford groceries or clothes or literally anything that makes you happy at all and you had to spend the whole entire weekend in your bed because you literally don't have any money to go do anything other like if you buy food you just can't have an entertainment budget so i'm just wondering if anyone else is dealing with something like this or if it's just me because this shit ain't it does anyone else just work their ass so uh, what we like to call around here life uh, it happens. First off, you need to readjust your idea of entertainment because taking a walk outside is free. You don't have to lay in your bed all miserable for the whole weekend because you didn't have enough money to go to the bar. You should only lay in your bed for the whole weekend miserable if you did have enough money to go to the bar. Um, but yeah, that is free. Walking outside is always free. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If you can afford a couple dollars in gas to like... You know, go to the nearest mountains or beach or something. They're generally free, too. Yeah. Getting lost in the woods is pretty free, too. Just saying. Just don't die. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's the object. Don't mm -hmm. die. Yeah. Um, you but have to you know change what? your idea of where what your theory of entertainment is. You, you, you know, I, I, I laugh at you because she's making like, what, probably between... Forty, fifty thousand dollars a year, probably right now, mm -hmm. and she's saying she can't afford it. Yeah, I laugh at you because there's 18, 19 year old kids that just joined the military that are making between um, twenty five and thirty thousand dollars a year. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Here's another one. Just, just saying. To let, let me, gentlemen, especially. I, I had to listen to this a couple times to understand what she was saying. You'll see why. <laughs> Enjoy this, guys. Enjoy. If you're in audio, you shouldn't have any if problem. You can but read, if you're watching, if you can read, if you're watching the screen, hey, you may have. If you're a truck driver, a little and you have a pacemaker, do me a favor. This. Pull over right now. Right. Stop your truck. Here you go. 
All right, this is crazy. You're going to want to go to McDonald's. And I fucking hate McDonald's. I genuinely think the world went downhill when McDonald's took away the $2 sausage McGriddle off the all-day menu. Genuinely. Genuinely. People used to be happier. Now what? Now what? It's like $4? You used to be able to go to McDonald's at 5.47 p.m. and get a nice little sausage McGriddle for dinner for two bucks. Now what? It stops at 10.30? This is why people are depressed. This is why people are anxious. If maybe we could waltz up to a McDonald's at 7 p.m. and order a sausage McGriddle for $2 again, like we used to be, people would be happier. I think it would solve a lot of issues. I genuinely... I, I don't know. I couldn't hear what she was saying. I don't know. I was a little distracted. <laughs> what does her shirt say? I can't read it. <laughs> I swear to God, the right one I can't read because Downtown it's perfectly round. It's perfectly round. <laughs> My Lord. <sighs> oh, that was outstanding. Wow. Holy shit. That's wow. <laughs> That's something I want a motorboat. <laughs> That was the first thing I said, Gus. She needs a better bra. Damn. There's very little support for those things right there. That's a rough one. Dude, the water doesn't even support those things. Wow. Those things are huge. Wow. Let the puppies free. No shit. Free the puppies. (laughs) My God. And you can tell they're real, too, because if they were fake, they'd stand up more. Yeah, no shit. Those are fucking outstanding. She has a sausage McGriddle in each one of those <laughs> just two or three McGriddles in each one of those anyway <laughs> shit those things are huge dude that's something I'd suffocate in between I'd be fine right there it's, heaven. Oh. it's a little place me and the boys like to call heaven right there yep that's <clears throat> what we call it oh even I got distracted by her tits and I'm not even gay <laughs> Like the first time I saw that video, I was like, wait, what is she bitching about? I have to watch that again. <laughs> the third time I'm like, like all right, like, now, now I'm not watching no, to listen this, anymore. This, now I'm, time, now I'm trying time, to read like, the right to that there three times. And I showed it to him and he was like, wait, what is she saying? <laughs> I'm still trying to read what's on the right tit. It took me forever. I still can't oh. read it. Damn. <laughs> Anyway, here's a little feel good for you in this terrible economy. <laughs> We're about to surprise somebody. I'll tell y'all why after. Hello? Hi, Diane. You remember me, Diane? Yes, I think so, honey. Right now, I don't know. I probably do. Diane, so this morning I gave you an Uber ride to work? And we had a conversation earlier. Yes, yes, we did. And you said that you was waiting for Christmas so that you can get house shoes and and some other stuff, right? All right. So you don't gotta wait till Christmas. Okay. So I bought you a dress. Here's the dress. Because you said you needed something to wear to church. Those are probably the people behind me. <laughs> but that's your dress so you can wear it to church. If you so sweet. If you don't like it, the gift receipt is in there. It's from Old Navy. And then here's a fifty dollar Visa gift card. So you can take that and get your house shoes and your robe when it's time, okay? Thank you so much. This has been such a horrible day. (laughs) 
Yeah, there's some good there. Yeah, that's awesome. Yes. It's pretty cool. Yes. That makes somebody a day. Yeah. Little bit goes a long way. Pay it forward. Absolutely. Do that shit. Yeah. Something like that. Anyway, what's next? Because, you know, we, we live by the rule that if we're broke, which we generally are, like we had money for a little bit, didn't last very long. <laughs> Whose money ever does? Um, if we're broke, someone's broker than we are. We know this. If we have 10 bucks left in our account and someone, you know, a friend has like, hey, can I borrow five bucks for gas or whatever? Absolutely. Here. Yep. Because it's just money. If you give it away when someone else needs it more, you'll get more back when you're really in need. True. It's always worked for us. Anyway, oh, so a little feel good for y'all. And uh, here's another little feel good for y'all. Um, yeah, you can start right there. Nope, you can no, start. No, no, start, no, 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 no. We're going to start The reason here. I'm saying start right there because there's a whole reason for this. Just go back to that last one real quick. I'm dead serious. This is Just go with this. Trust me. Okay. Bring that up. So this morning, sitting there at about probably 8.30 this morning, about to get ready to leave. I just checking my last little bit in the office before I left, and I looked at Twitter, glanced at Twitter. I saw this article, bombshell, breaking, 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 breaking. Charlie Kirk posted it. I was like, oh, Jesus, what's this now? And normally when he posts off before his show, it's a big deal. I was like, whoa, he's not even waiting for a show. So this is really big news. This is posted. Add that, please. Breaking. Now the Atlanta Journal-Constitution is reporting on the Nathan Wade bombshell cell phone data story following a court filing Friday by Trump's defense attorneys that includes thousands of texts and phone calls dating back to 2021. The cell data reveals that Fulton County DA Fannie Willis and Nathan Wade appear to have met up at least 35 times in 2021 at Fannie Willis's residence before the district attorney hired him as a special prosecutor and before the two claim they became romantic. Why is that so important? Because four people, four people got up on the stand and testified that Wade and Willis had no, no romantic connection. None prior to 2022. Except, you know, who testified that they did her, uh, her friend from college. She sure did. She was like, oh, no, they the were side of the up. prosecution. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yep. So carry forward. Go to because then shortly thereafter, I said, wait a minute. Well, this, this, why this is what they why isn't this all over the place? Right. Rolled over. This was on Fox today. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh my God, look at this. I received. Um, you were going to the condo and talk about a document that you received? Absolutely. Okay, go ahead. Absolutely. Any other reasons? Might come to mind. Might come to mind. No, sir. And uh, would you say that it was frequent? When I say frequent, do you think prior to November 1st of 2021, you were at the condo more than 10 times? No, sir. 
So it'd be less than 10 times. Yes, sir. So if phone records were to reflect that you were making phone calls from the same location as the condo before November uh, 1st of 2021, and it was on multiple occasions, the phone records would be wrong? The phone records reflected that? Yes, sir. They'd be wrong. They'd be wrong. Okay. Did you, where did you live during that time? I was. Okay. What is one of the first rules I told you about lawyers and about any good investigator? They don't ask questions. They don't already know the answer to. That lawyer knew exactly what the phone record showed. Okay. What did, well, Mick, you're holding us in suspense. What did the phone record show? They texted. Almost 10,000 times. 9,700 and something times. In a year. Mm-hmm. My wife and I, if you go calls. through our text messages for the last year, we may be texted each other a hundred times. Well, that's not true. because Real text. I'm not talking show text. I'm talking real text. I mean, maybe twice a day. So maybe 700 times. I, I think that's a, a bit much. I'd say on the average, because some days, like, you know. When we'll, I'm not around, yes. Yeah, okay, you we'll, text we'll me. We'll text back, and, or we'll have a, a text conversation, you know. So each one of those counts as a text. So, but not that much. No, not fucking almost 10,000 fucking times. At all hours of the day and night, but primarily after normal business hours, seven days a week. Wasn't just during the week. Oh, and, and let's not forget also, what else can you do with that? You do cell phone triangulation with it. Mm -hmm. Well, what does that matter? He was there 35 times. He was at the residence 35 times. 35 times. And Which twice means, he stayed over. He didn't leave until the next morning. Each time that he was there and he lied in court, he can be charged for one count of perjury. Once you get to 10, dude, that's like you start getting felony charges. Mm -hmm. perjuring yourself 35 fucking times in court ain't fucking smart Before. yeah hopefully her friend from college doesn't <sighs> end up dead I, I, i'm just saying this whole it, that's it it's over she's going to be charged with perjury uh that's it i mean she perjured herself it's obvious mm -hmm. if they don't charge her what the fuck is going on in our world if she doesn't lose her fucking job and they don't charge her, I, I, I'm done with, I, I, I don't know what to tell you about Georgia anymore because I can't explain it. I have no idea what the fuck is going on here. I respect all Georgians. I believe everybody in Georgia's fucking great people, but I got to tell you right now, I'm really scratching the side of my fucking head how this we're letting this happen in this state. I get it, it's Fulton County. I get it, it's primarily a blue county, but are you... It is making us look like the laughing stock of the United States. I mean, it's not hard. Mm -hmm. Do we want to watch this? Which one's this one? Well, yeah, that's another. That's another part of this. Because that's what this is all about. This isn't about anything else other than getting Trump, getting Trump. Listen. This is all about getting Trump. Yep. The key idea in democracy to restate is the people get to choose their rulers. They do it most of the time through elections. That's how they express their preference. And their rulers rule them at their pleasure. When the population is no longer satisfied with a ruler, population can change the ruler. It's called self-government. That is democracy in two sentences. So if you have a system that calls itself democratic, where the people with power prevent the population from choosing certain people to lead them, then you have, by definition, a system that is not a democracy. 
Again, by definition, we don't need to debate that. This is not something that we have encountered in the course of American history until this election cycle, when you have the front runner on the Republican side, in fact, the front runner overall, the man who, all things being equal, will be the next president, Donald Trump, invalidated from running for office in certain states. And that's the product of a longstanding effort by permanent Washington to prevent him from running and prevent voters from voting for him. And they're doing that through the courts, as they so often do. Donald Trump is now fighting nearly 100 criminal charges across the United States, for which, if convicted, he would spend the rest of his life in prison. Now, the first thing to know about these criminal charges is they're not what you were promised. You were told for four years that Donald Trump was a world historic criminal. And you might have sort of started to suspect that maybe there was some truth in that. Maybe he killed a building inspector in New Jersey in 1975, and the remains would be discovered in the Meadowlands. And you like Trump, but you'd have to admit, yeah, he's kind of a criminal. But that's not at all what happened. The 100 criminal charges that Donald Trump faces right now are, with no exception at all, ridiculous. They're picayune, piddling, minor, or they're just absurd and completely made up. One of them comes from the state of Georgia, and it's for election interference, where Donald Trump apparently said something he wasn't supposed to say about the last election. He noted that it was rigged, which it was, we now know. So a district attorney there charged Trump and 18 others with trying to overturn the 2020 election by expressing unapproved opinions. That person, that DA, is called Fannie Willis, and it turns out she's totally corrupt, as corrupt as the charges she filed. How corrupt? Well, you know this already. She's been sleeping with special prosecutor Nathan Wade. Fannie Willis just testified about spending federal funds on vacations with this Wade guy. She said that Nathan Wade would pay for the trips and that she would pay him back with cash she kept in her mattress. Welcome to America 2024, ladies and gentlemen. Here's Fannie Willis. So let's talk about both of those. I know he initially paid for it. Did you pay him back? For the cruise and for Aruba. Yeah, I gave him his money before we ever went on that trip. You gave him cash before you ever went on the trip? Mm-hmm. Okay. And so when you got cash to pay him back on these trips, would you go to the ATM? No, lady. You would not go to the ATM? No. Okay. So um, Fulton County pays you... Direct deposit, I assume? Yes, Fulton okay. County and the uh, state of Georgia both pay me direct deposits. Okay, so the cash that you would pay him, you wouldn't get it out of the bank? I have money in my house. So my question was, where did that cash originally come from? If it didn't come out of the bank? Cash is uh, fungible. We had cash for years in my house. So for me to tell you the source of when it comes from, when you go to Publix and you buy something, you get $50, you throw it in there. When It's been my whole life. When I took out a large amount of money on my first campaign, I kept some of the cash of that. Like to tell you, I just have cash in my house. I don't have as much today as I would normally have, but I'm building back up now. So you just put money in. It's a very good practice. I would advise it to all women. So you can't identify when you came into this cash or where the cash came from? I didn't say I couldn't identify it. No, nobody gives me anything. I am sure that the source of the money is always the work, sweat, and tears of me. <laughs> so not only is she flamboyantly corrupt and stupid, she's also so filled with self-esteem that she can't bear being asked questions. She's enraged. Donald Trump is the bad guy, not her. <laughs> So your office objected to us getting um, Delta records for flights that you may have taken with Mr. Wade. Well, no, no, no. Look, I object to you getting records. You've been intrusive into people's personal lives. You're confused. You think I'm on trial. 
these people are on trial for trying to steal an election in 2020. I'm not on trial, no matter how hard you try to put me on trial. So my question was, do you have any problem? I object to getting any personal records of mine. You did that. I did that. We all did that. That's what happens when you take a person from young childhood and tell that person you're wonderful no matter what they do, smearing crap on the wall and you call it art. You wind up with someone who's like an egomaniac and impossible to deal with, with no capacity for introspection and a total unwillingness ever to admit fault. You wind up with a narcissist. And that's exactly what she is. And it went on like this for hours and hours. One of the most interesting moments in that hearing came from the testimony of Fannie Willis's friend, Robin Yerty. Now, Yerty said that Willis and Wade began having sex in 2019. That would be three years before Willis and Wade said they started having sex. Now, if that's true, if the sexual testimony is accurate, that would mean that Willis started having sex with Wade before she hired him to investigate Donald Trump. Watch. So you know that their relationship, their personal relationship, began shortly after this municipal court conference. Yes. And when I say personal, romantic. Is that, is, I just want to make sure we don't get in an argument over what personal and romantic is later. When I ask you personal, do you take that to mean romantic? Yes. And do you understand it? that their relationship began in 2019 and continued until the last time you spoke with her. Yes. So this is the moment when it's important to remember that the United States is a great country. It's the most powerful country in the history of the world. It's got hundreds of millions of really decent, hardworking, honest people living in it. And so you have to ask, why is it run by people like that? Transparent morons who are corrupt and arrogant, who are mismanaging everything. Like, why did we allow that? Why do we allow that? Good question. Meanwhile, over in the state of New York, Donald Trump was just ordered to pay $350 million for the crime of taking loans from banks for real estate deals and paying back those loans. There's no actual fraud here. He paid back the loans. These are huge banks, some of the biggest banks in the world. They were happy with the terms, but the state of New York is not happy. So CNN has been calling this a crime, of course, for months without explaining what exactly happened. Enter into that Kevin O'Leary, the famous investor from Shark Tank, trying to explain to a CNN host what this actually means. Watch this. Excuse me, what fraud? I don't, I, this is not about Trump anymore. When you get a developer, when you get a developer that builds a building and he says it's worth $400 million and he wants to borrow $200 million from a bank, which happens every day, everywhere on earth, including every American city, every developer is an entrepreneur. They shine the light on their building and they say it's worth 400. The bank does its own due diligence, as was done in this case, because they're very good at it. The banks are very good. And they say, no, it's worth 300. We're only going to loan you 150 million. That haggling has gone on for decades. That's how it works. And then in this case, even the bank that was supposedly defrauded testified and said, we didn't lose anything. We want to do business with this guy again. We'd like to, but the judge said, no, 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 no. Let's penalize this developer for $355 million. And if we're going to do that, let's penalize all the developers all across America. They've all done the same thing. All of them should go to jail and we should stop building buildings. So there's one thing he said that is indisputable. It's not about Donald Trump. 
It's about our system and whether we should allow a small number of partisans to burn it to the ground for the sake of winning a presidential election. And speaking of corrupt, the attorney general of New York, Letitia James, who reportedly is worth $15 million, despite making less than 200 grand a year in her job. How did that happen? If true, immediately congratulated herself, as always, after the ruling. Today, justice has been served. Today, we prove that no one is above the law, no matter how rich, powerful or politically connected you are. Everyone must play by the same rules. We have a responsibility to protect the integrity of the marketplace. And for years, Donald Trump engaged in deceptive business practices and tremendous fraud. Donald Trump falsely, knowingly inflated his net worth by billions of dollars to unjustly enrich himself, his family, and to cheat the system. Donald Trump may have authored the art of the deal, but he perfected the art of the steal. Oh, come on. So big picture, the rest of us for decades now have been bullied into allowing the dumbest and most corrupt among us to run everything. They occupy positions of power in every big city in the United States, prosecutors' offices, and obviously they're tearing down what they didn't build. That's exactly what we're watching now. Maybe we should stop allowing that. But just last night, Letitia James, who obviously likes being on television, was back on TV saying she's actually more interested in just seizing Trump's buildings, just like we did to the Russian oligarchs. Forget the money. That's not enough. Just take the property. Watch. New York Attorney General Letitia James says she's prepared to do everything she can to make sure the former president pays his fine, including, she told us, seizing the buildings that bear his name. If he does not have funds uh, to pay off the judgment, uh, then we will seek, uh, you know, judgment enforcement mechanisms in court. And we will ask the judge to seize his assets. Seize his assets. Just. We don't like the guy. We can just take his stuff. So big picture, this has been tried in other countries, South Africa, for example. And over time, it just doesn't work. I mean, maybe you win the upcoming election in November. Congratulations. But what do you preside over when you do? Is anyone actually going to be doing business in New York? What's the tax base going to look like in 10 years? Well, of course, you know the answer to that. Everyone does. And yet no one's doing anything about it. Just pretending it's all about Trump. Stephen Miller knows a lot about the subject. He was a senior advisor to President Trump. He's found... All right. I don't care about the Stephen Miller part of the interview because it's just a repeat of everything that Tucker just said. It is. So he did a pretty good synopsis of everything that's going on right there. That kind of sums up Fanny and Letitia. They're both sucky buses. You know what? You know, think about this really quick, too. This Smirnoff cat, too. This is another good take on it. I heard this today because, you know, when was the last time? When did we hear about this Smirnoff character? Every Nobody's ever heard of him. Nobody ever even talked about him, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. That, if you guys don't know, that's the whistleblower. Um, the one that made what? No, he's nine, not the whistleblower. He is a whistleblower. No. He made like $9 million off the FBI and now they're going after him. He's not a whistleblower. He's He was the informant that brought all the shit about supposedly Biden and and Hunter and everything else and their deals in Ukraine and everything else. He went to the FBI and told them, hey, look, this shit's going on. Brought him all this information about Hunter and Joe. Well, apparently the other day he was just arrested for that. Well, last night he was arrested again. Again, why is this happening? Why is this guy? Why are they going after this guy? They got to silence him. Why? 
because he knows how all of this connects. He's the guy that can connect all the dots, so to speak. All right. This goes back to Trump derangement syndrome at its finest, if not even bigger than its finest. I mean, this is this is them grandstanding now showing us, look, we did this before. We're going to do it again to him. And you guys are going to fucking shut your mouths again. And you're going to deal with it again because we're going to steal this one, too. That's all this is. This goes back to them plotting to take this election because they know that right now Trump's going to win hand over fist. They know that Nikki Haley doesn't have a fucking chance. Everybody knows that. Yeah. There's not a person that's even talking about Nikki Haley. Except Nikki Haley. Except for Nikki Haley. Outside of that, Trump knows he's got this. This is going to be he doesn't even really need to campaign right now. To be honest, he just needs to kind of sit back and keep quiet and let Biden keep fucking up. Well, he is campaigning. In fact, there's like tons of people in South Carolina waiting for him right now. But this was the whole reason that they're going after him, though, in this Letitia James and all this other Mm -hmm. bullshit cases is because when Trump was in office, he was the one that started digging into Ukraine. Mm-hmm. And because he started asking questions and so many people are tied up in this, we are talking senators, congressmen, the swamp is tied up in Ukraine. Probably the, the fucking dog catcher in DC makes money off of Ukraine. And nobody wants Trump because <clears throat> they know when Trump comes back in, what's the first thing he's going to do? He's going to launch investigations into Ukraine, the money, where it was going, who was getting it. They know that they're scared to fucking death of it. They know that Joe Biden is on the biggest sinking ship that's on fire. This bitch is about to fucking sink. And they all know he's going down. You know what I'll say now? You're going to believe in you're going to believe in God. You're going to believe in God because God is here and God is watching. God is watching. Yeah, good point there. Good point there, Donald. Mm-hmm. I, I just holy shit. This I I, I can I I don't uh, I really don't see us going to a, into an election. I really don't see the Democrats letting it even get there. They're not going to give it up. Look at what if you want to know how far they're going to let how far they're going to go with this. Think about this for one second. Fanny Willis went. She knows what the charges are for an open for lying in open court. She knows what will happen to her, especially if they can prove it. She just thought that she was above it. She is a district attorney. Mm -hmm. You're not allowed to lie. It's kind of like against all all the fucking rules. On national television, nonetheless. And that's the, the kicker. That's the worst part. The cameras that she put in the courtroom are the same cameras that let you see it. She was so intent on getting Trump and having it televised. She had to have her 15 seconds of fame. That's it. She literally tied her own noose. And and she went in there and she lied. She knows she's going to get disbarred. Yeah. She knows that she's going to lose her job. Mm-hmm. They, they can prove it. Mm-hmm. Uh, she knows that she can be charged. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Come on. She you want to talk about their constitution? She was willing to walk into that con- courtroom and do that. That's 
the level that right now they're willing to step to. They don't care. They will go to jail for the rest of their lives to ensure that Donald Trump goes to jail. Mm-hmm. Period. That's it. They think they're not going to go to jail, though. They think that that they're untouchable. They well, No, they think that the president's going to swoop in and pardon them or yep. some stupid shit like that. Yep, exactly. They think they're untouchable. Look at... Look at what's already happened. They're trying to make a cover for fucking Hunter. They're saying, look, no, his laptop was disinformation. You see, you were right. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Alwood Maurice. Well, you she can, literally you can bring it up. You can bring it up instead of sitting there talking about it. And you have the controls in front of you. You're I not do. even using it. How about campaign fraud? She kept some of the money out of uh, her retirement from the campaign fund, right? She said, oh, yeah, I took a bunch of cash out of my campaign fund, and I kept some of that back. She admitted that on the stand, but she wasn't on trial. She made a big point of that. Mm. And then she, and then she's trying to say, oh, well, everything I did was uh, above board. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't above no, board. No. The whole reason this is happening is because Trump started to look into Ukraine. The second Trump started to look into Ukraine, the walls came crashing in around him. The mm-hmm. swamp got him. The shit that scares me, though, that legitimately sends a bit of worry down my spine is when I hear him talk about people that we've all heard about as possible VPs and cabinet positions. Mm -hmm. That is the scary shit. Mm. That's what worries me. Because you're just Mm. putting the whole another swamp right back in. Exactly. You're not cleaning anything up. If you come in there with a clean slate with people that nobody knows, let me tell you something. It'll get done. You're going to fucking shake some heads up. You're going to shift some shit around and people are going to start wondering when they're getting their axe. Yeah. I'm, I'm just saying, Donald, I'm not presuming anything. I don't know what's your 5D chess move right now, but if it were me, I would not be picking Ron DeSantis to do anything to my government. Mm-hmm. I'd let him stay in his in Florida. I would keep him far away from my administration along with everybody else. There's too many people that want to skin on the, they want skin in the game. They want, they want the hand, they want the hand touched. They want the hand. They want to kiss the ring. Hmm. I get it. That's that exists fine, but you don't give them the important positions, especially when you're trying to clean out the swamp because you already know that their loyalty is to money. It's not to anything else. You know, their loyalty is not to you. The second the tide shifts, you've watched every single one of these fuckers turn their backs and run on you. Mm-hmm. Tim Scott did it initially. Go back, check the videos. Tim Scott said, oh, Donald Trump shouldn't have said that. And he's a bad man for saying that about January 6th. What? Go home peacefully. Hmm. Yeah. Let's remember, you know, where these people have been. Tim Scott is, dude, throw a flip-flop in the air. Where does it land? That's Tim Scott. That fence post must really hurt and shoved so far up his ass. I'm not saying that he's a bad guy. I'm just saying that he's a politician. Let's examine where this man has been. They're all politicians. They're all politicians. And I'm not talking about the election. I'm not talking about the primary. Do not look at the primary. Do not. Primaries are a different story. It's a political game at that point. Of course, you're going to say bad shit about your opponent. I'm talking about post January 6th. What was Tim Scott talking about? How Donald Trump stood up there and said, let's peacefully protest and march over to the Capitol. He shouldn't have said that. Well, wait a minute, Tim. 
we can't redress our grievances with our federal government. Tim, mm-hmm. now you're getting a little ed- you're getting questionable here. This doesn't work. He's a politician. This is my point. We can't have that same shit because all you're doing is making the wheel the same. It's we're gonna get the same shit at the end of the day, Donald. Bring in people you don't know. Mm-hmm. Clean house. Fuck these assholes up. I mean, well, Nikki Haley fucked her own campaign up, but she's uh, this is actually still going. I agree with this. That's at 9-11. Ambassador, Let's I, I understand that you that you take it that way and that that's what you heard. Um, and we'll have to see how all of this plays out. This president didn't have an invasion by Putin on his watch. The only one in recent presidents. So there is that to be said about us at 9-11. Ambassador, Let's I, I am- Sorry about that there, Chicky. That was actually a better, if you could have clipped that. I know it's not yours, it but wasn't my clip. if there yeah. was a longer clip there, it was actually really good because Haley went into this whole thing about fucking uh, how, you know, this president's done pretty good so far, blah, 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 this, that, and the other thing. And fucking all of a sudden she just snapped her. She's like, no, um, in all actuality, nah, not when Russian Russia invaded a country. That's kind of not a good thing when it happens on your watch, especially if you're a U.S. president. And you didn't know anything about it until after it already happened. What are you getting your news from CNN nowadays? You don't have intelligence anymore that's telling you what's going on mm-hmm. overseas? Just wondering. Just asking for a friend. I think it's important. New Trump ad. Yes. Trump doesn't need to campaign. He really doesn't. No. Let Joe Biden. He's got a great media team. More than a country. More than a shining city on a hill. The idea of America lives in each and every one of us. America lives but a storm has gathered at our shores, a tempest that seeks to tear apart the fabric of our nation. It seeks nothing less than the wanton destruction of this great nation of men and women. It seeks to rip out, erase, and supplant the very foundations of practicality and reason. It seeks to erase us. We know this enemy. They have existed throughout time, and now they have come for us. And they have come for our children. We watched the clouds coalesce and gather. We watched them form for decades from the distance as they approached our borders. We heard the clap of thunder echo in our minds and rattle down through the halls of our capitals. We have, most of us, become complacent, unaware, and disengaged while the darkness grew and unfolded around us. Slowly, then all at once. This threat is real. What we face is a hurricane of deceit and moral decay with the goal of absolute power. We face a true battle of good versus evil. If we stand by and do nothing, evil will triumph. But that is not our fate. We are great men. 
We are great men with a great leader. A leader that loves this nation and what it has given back to him. A leader who seeks the same ideals as we do. Ideals of truth, liberty, and justice. He sees the greatness in us and the great potential in America and its future. He seeks to make America great again. This man will guide us, but he cannot do it alone. It takes every one of us alongside him. It takes work, it takes faith, and it takes resolve. Together we can fight this storm. We can fight and we will win. Unite now. Gather alongside him. Come together for this nation. Bear the colors of red, white, and blue that are woven into the fiber of this nation, saturated with the blood of patriots that came before us. Sacrifice your time. Sacrifice your effort to rebuild this nation together. Together we can save America. The America that lives in all of us. Trump 2024. Now that's uh, three actual ads. They're three one minute spots. Each one has, because uh, the whole the whole time runtime is three minutes and 40 seconds. Mm -hmm. um, each one has the ending. It's, they just clipped all the endings and meshed it together to be one. I agree with the AI shit there, uh, Leo. Don't there's, like it. There's some scary shit when you start thinking about AI. Um, more and more human interaction with AI is bad. Everybody is saying that. There's not a guy that knows about computers that is not saying that human interaction with AI is good. There's nobody. Everybody's saying that this is really bad. Um, this, and you got to remember too, and there's a lady, I guess she did a TikTok on it. I don't know. I'm not on TikTok. So maybe you guys can better point me in the right direction for this one. But apparently she said, look up like redheads or gingers on, 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 you know, just do an AI search for it. And then, so she did. And it brought up this weird, like, looking thing. I, I don't even know. It, it didn't even look like a, a person that had red hair. And it was like, wait a minute. You got to think about this. Who is programming AI right now? The woke. All these woke fucktards. Yep. So when you start looking at AI, these woke fucktards are the ones that are programming it. They're the ones that are putting in all the bullshit. So here AI is going to hate white people. Actually, I think it already does. That's, that's already happened. I believe that already happened. That I think came out today, actually, that the Google AI is very anti-white. So, uh, folks, this is that's why that shit's you're not supposed to do that. You're not supposed to fuck with that. There's a reason why it takes took us forever to figure it out. It's because we're not supposed to. Yeah. Because I don't think we have the technology to even control it at the, the, the amount it learns, the rate it learns. We I don't think we can control it. Just saying. 
AI, AI, some stupid fucking crazy shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, and don't forget about the balloon that's traveling in Oberst right now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a balloon back in the air. Okay. 60,000 feet. Fucking, uh, Leo, so, I don't think we can shoot it down. I don't think you could get a projectile to go 60,000 feet. All right. So yesterday we had the intermittent cell phone outages, right? And now we've got a balloon. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So let's let's put these pieces together, okay? Cell phone outages. First it was, they said it was from the solar flare. But it only affected cell phones, nothing else. And not all of them. And not everywhere. Like not all of them in one place. Just some cell phones here and some cell phones there. But it was definitely a solar flare. Until it wasn't. Until it was a cyber attack. Until it wasn't. Until then, it was definitely not a cyber attack. It was a programming, it was a programming issue on AT and issue. Not anybody else's, just but AT&T's just AT and T. Yep. They were updating their systems for whatever some yep. other bullshit. Yep, and it failed, and the system went down. But then it couldn't be that because it was more than AT and T. So now we're back to is the solar flare. Now, now we're back to now the we're back solar to the flare. solar flare. But there's a fucking spy balloon floating over the U.S. again. That wasn't affected by the solar flare. What? You don't think that might have anything to do with the cell phone outages? <laughs> oh, and somehow we have the most high-tech, most high-tech air surveillance security. We have the best in the world, right? The United States does, right? How do we miss another fucking balloon? Um, I mean, it's over the West Coast right now. It's in American airspace. How do we miss another balloon? Unless it's ours. I... Mm. Hi. Uh, yeah, we can shoot it down with a plane. I don't have a gun from the ground that can pro send a projectile 60,000 feet. That's my point. Excuse me. If I had a plane, yeah, I'd go shoot that motherfucker down. Mm, I don't me. have a... I just don't have an aircraft that can... I gotcha. Get me at the same level, that type of thing, you know? Well, hey, you know what time it is? It is about that time. We yes. got to let the Red Pill Project go. We so do. We'll be back. Uh, she'll be back tomorrow, mm -hmm. 145 for the pre-show, 2 p.m. for Freedom Gardens. Yep. And um, 9 a.m. for the good book. And 9 a.m. for the good book. Yep. And uh, we'll be back on Sunday. Or no, we won't. We will not be back on Sunday. No show on Sunday. No show on Sunday. Although Ghost um, might be broadcasting Sunday. Okay. On our channels. So. Cool. Yeah. Show. Or at least on the Rumble channel. Yep. Either way, uh, mm -hmm. we're gonna get the we're gonna get out of here for you guys over for on the, the Red, Red Pill, Pill side. Just not right now, else. not everybody else. Yep, everybody else, you're cool. So but for the Red Pill folks, you guys have a great night. Make and be Lynn. Have a great night. Bye bye. Peace. The rest of you fuckers, you all know what time it is. You want to get high? Yes, yes, I do. Let's do it. I'm sure they have a low radar signature too, but the last time they found it, they found it with a radar. Just saying. Actually, I think they found it because some dude was like, what the fuck is that up in the sky? And let me hear China say, oh, it was just an accident. It flew off course again. Again? Um, all right. DR whatever fits. Um, I'm just gonna call you fits.
Everybody gave up their landlines a long time ago, and you don't even realize it. Did you know that most landlines have been switched over to internet-based lines? Yep. A long time ago. Like 10 years ago. Just like most people gave up their landlines, most people gave yep. up, most phone companies gave up yeah. a landline-based so service. when you have your phone line through anyone that provides internet, guess what? Your landline is internet-based. Yep. Just like your um, your phone, just like your cable, just like everything, now everything rolled into one package for yep. the most part. Yep. <coughs> voice, voice over IP. Yes, mm -hmm. EQ ball. Yeah, cell phone safe. That's a, that's a, probably your safest bet to go. As long as people don't start shooting fucking balloons out of the sky. Hopefully by that time we're not doing that. But who knows? Yeah, people couldn't make emergency calls yesterday. Actually, our uh, local 911 was affected. Because they bought into the AT&T system. Yep. So, they tried uh, to make all their firefighters do it, too. I was like, I'm not changing my fucking phone number. Dude, you know how long it took me to memorize this one? You know how long it would take me to memorize that one? Yep. They tried to, when I worked at the hotel, they tried to get me to fucking take a AT&T manager's phone and I just straight up said no you don't pay me to work 24 hours a day if I take this phone I'm required to answer it 24 hours a day so unless I can leave it at work when I leave I'm not taking your phone if you want to pay my phone bill for my phone that's a different story then I'll think about it but they never did that they just wanted to chain me to their phone it's fuck a good way you. to stay the fuck out of it you know what I'm saying It's good. I don't believe in work phones that you bring home. Let, let me know how that one works out for you. Just be advised. Remember, whatever goes up must come down. I'm just letting mm -hmm. you know. What's going on, R8R? You out there shifting gears? No, hopefully. Maybe. Mm. <sighs> so. Hopefully you're not going to New York. No shit. You're probably not, though. So. I doubt it. A lot of people aren't. <laughs> nope. And there's, I, I, I heard, uh, Hey, where's Sergeant horse at? He can tell us as shit started. Are they still coming up to Connecticut? Are you guys having any problems in Connecticut or is it just New York? Just having all the problems with the truckers. Just wondering, ask it. They just won't, the rest they of the won't country, go into the city. The rest of the country is asking like, is it all of New York state? Is it just New York city? Um, I'm even wondering too, is it all of New York state? Is it New York city? Is it, uh, Connecticut, is it affecting the Northeast? I mean, yeah. I'm just wondering. All right. So uh, here's some craziness. Did y'all hear what happened to Catherine Herridge? Yeah, she got fired. She got fired. Yep. And then, and then. Huh, and then. So CBS fired investigative journalist Catherine Herridge and seized her files and records, including data on her confidential sources. 
All this a day after the Biden White House complained about how she had reached out to the White House, Democrats and Hunter Biden to ask for comment on her reporting on the classified documents and the Biden's family foreign business deals. Yeah. So, uh, Catherine Harridge said the committees require this. Biden, her interview transcript, there is concern that President Biden may retain sensitive documents related to the specific countries involving his family's foreign business dealings. Uh-huh. Reaching out to White House, House Dems and Hunter Biden legal team for comment. And then, um, yeah, CBS faces uproar after seizing investigative journalists' files. They don't do that. They're not supposed to. They didn't just take her files from when she worked at CBS. They took her files from when she worked at Fox. Yeah. They kept all of her files. And then they have a filter team going through them to see what they're going to keep and what they're going to give back to her. That's not how this is done. Like, fuck, I would never go. If I was a journalist and CBS did that to someone, I would be like, nope, not going to work there. But again, why, why is this happening? Remember all the bullshit that has been pushed by the mainstream media. Just remember that. Remember what's about to come back around. Mm -hmm. Everything just seems to be falling apart right now. COVID, the scam with the vaccines, um, <clears throat> Fauci. Oh, yeah, Fauci's got to testify next week. Oh, yeah, he's going to be sitting on Capitol Hill in front of Rand Paul yet again. Oh, Jesus, because it's it's been so effective the last, like, 15 times. Well, no, they're still investigating. That's the point. Mm. They're bringing him back again because they've got to ask him more questions. More questions. Because, again, some of his statements that apparently he's made on Capitol Hill aren't completely true. No. You don't say. Like, for the for, for effect... One of them, I know for, because I heard it last night with Hannity and uh, he was, Rand Paul was on there. He said, one of them happens to be the, the biggest one that I guess that they're going after is this when, when he found out about the effectiveness of the vaccine and the original reporting date of the effectiveness of the vaccine. Yeah. And he has an email. He knew well before they started publishing those 99% effective mm -hmm. claims. Yeah. He knew well before that that was bullshit. Yep. He knew that. Yep. We knew that. Of course he knew that. And Rand Paul is calling him out on it, and he's going to be back up in front of Congress or whatever the fuck it is next week. So he'll be back in front of that committee. That'll be fun. Something that y'all can tune into, because I'm sure Leanna will play it, especially with that little elf. I think he's a gnome. I hate that elf. No, he's an elf. Fucker's an elf. Don't, don't get elves bad names. They'll come after you. Steal your firstborn. You Dude, bring it. Oh my God. You know how many of them I could throw? <laughs> Holy fuck. I could have a field day. Dude, you and Connor both. They could try and steal the firstborn. Holy he's bigger than both of them. Shit, that mother. We could have so much fun. Mm. Oh my Lord. All right. Well, since we're there. Did you know that the current CFO of AstraZeneca is on the board of the governors of Red Cross? Did you hear that this this stuff that's coming out well, about the Red Cross right now? You you all do. I, I do have a question about this. And maybe you guys can help me out here. Hmm. This is just going to be a little investigation. We'll just we're going to dabble a little bit. 
This is a serious question, though. The Red Cross, the American Red Cross, receives federal money. Okay, If it receives federal money, that no matter how much federal money you receive, it automatically opens your books to the American people, meaning everything, all your records, everything. You are a taxpayer-funded organization. Mm -hmm. Okay, Everything is open to us because we're the taxpayers. We're funding it. Yep. So if we're funding this, I want to see how much blood you've thrown away since the vaccine was wheeled out. They don't, they just admitted they don't segregate vaccinated and unvaccinated blood. I know that. Yep. But how much blood have, that's why I'm not looking for vaccinated or unvaccinated. Just what I am looking for is something very specific. Blood that they're throwing away. Why do you throw, do I have any nurses in here? Any paramedics? Why do you throw blood away? Blood expires. No. What happens to blood? What can't you do? If your blood is dead, mm -hmm. I can't give it to someone else because dead blood cells in your body doesn't do any good for you. Whole fertile blood cells can be brought back to life, especially if they're chilled. That's why you keep them cold. Mm -hmm. I and the platelets do go bad. They will turn to fat eventually, and that will go real bad in the blood. That's not good at all. But blood will gets thrown out. They throw out a certain amount. I want to know how much of an uptick they've had in thrown out blood since the jabs, the, rolled, out. The jabs rolled out. Because I'm willing to bet dollars to donuts. What I saw come out of people's body when I was working as a firefighter and we were sticking people, especially after the jab, the color of the blood. That's the shit that flipped me out. Normally, blood is very red, especially when you get a vein. Sometimes it should be it should be pretty bright, not very bright, because you got to remember that's blood that's returning to go get more oxygen. Still has a little bit of oxygen in it. Mm -hmm. So it should still be pretty red. It's dark, but it's pretty red. Yeah, like a good ruby that almost purple. Yes. Yep. I was drawing blood out of people, and I'm telling you right now, the shit was black. Yep. All right? So I'm trying to figure out if they are a federally funded organization, they should have records. I want to know if their uptick, if there's been an uptick of them having to get rid of blood because it's gone bad. Wait. That's what I, I don't know that process. That's what we'd have to work on. We'd have to figure that out. I bet we can ask Candace. I bet we could. Mm -hmm. I would love to know. I bet she'd know how to how to do that. Because I I'm just wondering, just out of, for my own, just for my own edification. Because if you say that the vaccine truly doesn't do anything to anybody, if that's your content, if that's your argument, fine. I'm cool with that. If that is your you truly believe that, good. If the vaccine really doesn't do any damage to people, then there should not be an uptick in thrown away blood mm -hmm. because of it. You know what? You see where I'm going with this? Yep. Because where's the first place any problems with a vaccine? Where Where's the first place it would show up in your body? In your blood. Because where does your blood go? Everywhere in your body. Yep. So where's the first place you're going to see problems with in it? The blood. blood. Yeah. So the Red Cross, I guarantee, is because they've been telling... Literally, they've been on a national shortage for the last, I looked it up today. The last 22 months, they have been on a national shortage. 
So if there is a national shortage for blood and they are a federally funded, how much blood have you thrown away? Where'd it go? I, I, I know that. I know blood expires in 47 days if it's not used. And, but I also- 85% of it goes to big pharma to get turned into other drugs. A, a lot of it goes to hospitals. A lot of it goes directly to hospitals. 15% goes to hospitals for blood transfusions and such. Um, but 85% of it goes to big pharma and gets turned into like monoclonal antibodies and things like that. Um, plasma, et cetera. Hey, hey, all I, I'm just wondering what about the rest of the blood they had to throw away? How much more have they had to uptick their collection because the blood goes bad faster? Mm -hmm. I, I'm just asking. Because in the first place you would see that is in blood collection. Yeah, absolutely. You wouldn't see it anywhere else. Well, let's uh, let's see what this bitch has to say. Actually on the board. Interestingly enough, the former CFO, yes, I said CFO of Moderna, is on the Audit and Risk Management Committee. His name's Lawrence Kim. He went to UPenn, my school, go Quakers. Not in this context. He was at Moderna and he raised capital to support technology and product development efforts in mRNA specific medicines. He also oversaw the overtaking of Metamune by AstraZeneca for over 15 billion. The pandemic was one heck of a cash cow business and a great networking event as well, because also on this audit and risk management committee is Aradhana Sarin, hope I didn't crush that name, but the CFO again of AstraZeneca. Actually on the board. That's weird. Both on the... Both on the board. Moderna and AstraZeneca, both on the board of the Red Cross. Huh. Hmm. Two different people. Because where does your money go? Yeah, nothing wrong there. Don't yeah. don't don't look over here. Nope. So, and this kind of all started because of this little question that was asked by the Red Cross, by the American Red Cross. The American Red Cross said, Hey, have you ever had a coronavirus COVID-19 vaccine vaccine right here why do you need to Question know that 79 have you ever had a coronavirus COVID-19 vaccine if you answer yes to this question please call the Red Cross before coming in to donate to determine if this will affect your eligibility huh <laughs> so there's all kinds of fallout from this and then, uh, and then they got the American Red Cross on the line. I love oh, it when this shit so... falls apart. Louder with Crowder. It, it, this is great. This is. Oh, we're fucking doomed. I know. Anyway. <laughs> Situations where you're, you may be in a car accident or something, you need blood right away. There is a possibility that you'll be getting vaccinated blood. And is there any way for like my patients to know if they were getting, you know, vaccinated blood or? There isn't any way the blood isn't separated, depend, you know, depending on if you're vaccinated or not, it's not separated. The only way that they can get it um, blood that's not vaccinated is if they donate for themselves or if they have a family member that's willing to donate for them. Do you guys like track that? 
attract vaccinated versus unvaxxed. Yeah, like ending up to the patient? Um, no. Um, so some people have, you know, had the vaccine two years ago and are still experiencing some type of symptoms. So that's why we specifically ask regarding that one. Like, for instance, I've had one donor before call in um, and after she received the vaccine, uh, her doctor was able to, to find that she had a direct correlation to ringing in the ears um, afterwards. And so we see that as a symptom. So anything abnormal, and it still proceeds to this day. So she essentially wasn't eligible to donate. So that's why we have to ask just because of any type of symptom. It's not necessarily limited to just fever or nausea or anything of that sort. Folks, this is donating blood. You know, the moose juice. This is uh, giving it up. So if you've had any kind of symptom that's persisted since you've had a COVID-19 vaccine, you are not eligible to donate. Wow. I wonder um, wonder what my dad's going to do. You know, he loves to donate blood. He's had all kinds of symptoms. <laughs> One after another, after another, after another. Yeah, my mom does it too. Yeah. I'm going to have to tell her, hey, mom, you've had like COVID 25 times. You need to go ahead and fucking stop donating blood. Because you're killing people. Holy shit. Folks, do, just, isn't this like, do you see it? <laughs> Direct correlation. I don't need science to see this. I, I'm not a dumb guy and none of you are either. We're seeing what we're seeing. We're not crazy. Mm -hmm. People who say differently, they're the fucking crazy ones. People that tell you, oh, no, it's safe and effective. By whose standard? Mm -hmm. Well, see, now that's racist and homophobic. You can't do that. I, I, I don't fucking give a shit. By whose standard is this safe and effective? Um. Safe and effective to do what? Safe and effective to kill me or just safe and effective? So our uh, our friends over in the UK, did you hear that they are now trying to fluoridate your water? They're trying to put fluoride in your public water system. Did you know that? Probably because they're going to have to get rid of it here. Oh, yeah. You guys don't want fluoride in your water. No. You guys have bad enough teeth over there. Isn't it? Fluoride oh, makes it worse, shit. not better. Wow, babe. Fuck. It's true. Damn. It's true. Dentists are not real great in Great Britain. Just saying. It's true. Remember who said that. Hey. Just saying. I Remember lived there who for years, okay? Anyway. Check this out. And I talked about this a little bit earlier in the week. But. I love that. It's going to make you mad. On March 15, 2023, the U.S. government finally released a report it had suppressed since May of 22 on the effects of fluoride on our kids. It took a lawsuit to get the results of this six-month review of dozens and dozens of studies, which was funded by the taxpayers. Here's a conclusion I pulled right off page 467 of the report. The consistency of the data supports an inverse association between fluoride exposure and children's IQ. That means as fluoride goes up from drinking water, toothpaste, dental, cleanings, whatever, IQ goes down in the developing brains of our kids. Now, who would want to block access to that information from the public? Oh, probably Dennis. There are arguments both ways on fluoride and tooth decay, but nobody expected neurological damage. 
And withholding information is never, ever the answer to anything. Shame on those who would even consider it. I think it's finally time to stop putting fluoride in our drinking water. Dennis be damned. People can choose to supplement it with tablets if they want, but they can't really choose not to drink the city water, right? Something like 98% of the Western world doesn't drink fluoridated water, and there's no outcry that their kids' teeth are rotting out of their mouths. You can filter fluoride out of your drinking water with a reverse osmosis system, a distillation system, or an ion exchange type of filtration. Let's help our kids keep their smarts. We worked hard to give that to them. Yeah, I don't need the fluoride. Poor it's bad. Yep, that's why we distill our water, and that's just getting worse and worse, worse and worse. Um. Yeah, I gotta clean that fucker. I don't know about you guys. Hey, Wix, uh, Gerb, you guys have the same problem. Have you noticed recently here? You gotta clean it more often. Yeah, and we got some fucking like bright. Like orange, yellow, it was oil goo shit. in there the other day. It was so gross. It was pretty gross. Ugh. Anyway, I know you you can't stand this pedo fuck, but um, this is another segment from Doctor Phil on Joe Rogan talking about what COVID did to the kids in school. When they shut the schools down for two years, when they shut the schools down for two years, you may remember at the time when they shut it down for for a couple of weeks. I said, oh yeah, okay. I, I get it. You got to get your bearings here. When it went past a couple of weeks, you, you may remember, I, I came out and said, ah, bad idea here. You don't want to do this because shutting this down is going to create more problems than the virus will ever create for these kids. I said, it's going to, it's going to create more. And everybody looked at me like I was some kind of heretic. Oh my God. They were saying, oh, he's crazy. What a nut. This conspiracy guy. Absolutely nuts. And let me tell you who was involved in shutting this down. Department of Education, CDC, and this is the same bunch that controls the statistics, the research and statistics that I just went over with you that said young people are at the highest levels of anxiety, depression, suicide, and loneliness since they've been keeping records. That didn't start with COVID. It started 10 years before COVID. So they had that information, Joe. They knew these kids, this population is more vulnerable than it's ever been. And they also knew that going to school, interacting with their peers, this was their lifeline. They knew they were the most vulnerable they had ever been and that going to school was the lifeline that kept them going. And they shut those schools down for two years. And they also knew that that school is where the mandated reporters are. That's where the mandated reporters are who report sexual molestation, child abuse, all kinds of, of trauma to these kids. And when they shut it down, those referrals to Child Protective Services and Department of Child and Family Services dropped as much as 50% because those people didn't have their eyes on those kids anymore. What they did was send them home and lock them up with their abusers for two years with nobody to protect them. And you know what they said? They said, we did the best we could with what we knew at the time. No, you did not. You knew better than that. You knew that was not a risk to those children. You knew that that disease was not life-threatening to those healthy children, and you shut it down and sent them home and left them there for two years. Some of them locked up with their abusers, the rest of them dealing with anxiety, depression, 
loneliness and suicide. You did it because you could, and you had no plan to reopen the schools. And that's where government's getting in the way of being healthy. That's where families are getting broken apart. And that pisses me off. And it should. Why do you think they did it? What do you think the motivation behind keeping schools closed for that long was? Because it wasn't everywhere. It wasn't here, but it was in California. Oh, my God. My kids went back to school pretty quick. And it was also one of the reasons why I wanted to be here. They had a completely different attitude about what you couldn't couldn't do during COVID. But why would they ever want schools to be shut for two years? Like, what's the motivation behind it? Well, and it wasn't just schools. I mean, they wiped out thousands of family businesses yeah. that had been in business 40, 50, 60, 70 years, most of which never came back. They, right. all, they operated on such a small margin. Mm -hmm. They're wiped out forever. Yeah. Um, so many, at one point in time, it was 70% of Los Angeles restaurants. Yeah. And, and then they spent $5.5 trillion counting stimulus checks, unemployment, extended unemployment benefits, 4.4 trillion of which went into savings and checkings account, which means they didn't need it. And then when they did spend it, they, they spent some of it on rent and groceries, the first $1.1 trillion of it, the rest of it went into savings and checking. So they weren't living on it. They were saving it, holding on to it, right? So it wasn't necessarily needed. Um, I, I, again, I, I think at the time, if you're a hammer, you got a new hammer, everything looks like a nail. They had this power. And here's the problem. Our lives are controlled too much by people that weren't elected. These were bureaucrats that got appointed into positions. So who are they accountable to? We didn't elect the head of this agency or the head of that agency. They just got put in that position. And so they shut things down and changed this economy forever. And those kids that went through that, they lost, what, a year of learning? Some of it's been made back, but not, they were behind to begin with. And what are the long-term consequences of that? Well, the pediatric epidemiologist suggests that millions of years of life have been lost. And I'll tell you why. Because they don't close the achievement gap educationally, which means they don't do as well in school. So they don't get as good a jobs and the more blue collar jobs are riskier, you know, cause they're working with their hands. They're working in places where they're more inclined to get injured uh, or killed on the job. They have poorer benefits in lesser jobs. So diseases get diagnosed more slowly. Um, and so they get treated uh, later in the disease progression, which means that there's a higher mortality rate. Um, and so that shaves more years, years off. Life. And if you've got somewhere between 50 and 55 million kids in the public school system, um, and however many of them were affected by this, uh, do the math. It doesn't take shaving very many years off at the end of life to, I've seen estimates anywhere from 5.5 million to, uh, 10 million years of lives lost, uh, uh, by the fact that they won't have the achievement that they might've had otherwise. Um, so, and there are some efforts being made to close the gap, but not enough. And the gaps haven't been closed. Uh, right now, 30% of fifth graders and about 30% of eighth graders can't read at the most basic level. 19% of, of high school graduates can't read at the most basic level. Uh, but yet they get progressed on uh, because they get paid if they go to the next grade level. Whew. We got issues. Yeah. It's a great title for a book. It really yeah. is. It's uh, very accurate. 
and I'm glad you're out there. I'm glad you're out there saying these things as a respected voice, as a guy that people want to listen to. I wonder, I wonder how much he hates to lie. Did what you, about the blue collar workers dying yeah, faster yeah, because well, you're in no, more no, dangerous no. jobs? Well, that was part of it. But did you notice that immediately when he got to that part, his whole tone of talk shifted? What, one of the things I hate, and, and it might just be a pet peeve of mine. It's my opinion. Our show. Look, I'm going to tell you anyway. Um, I don't give a fuck. Um, when, as a podcaster, I've learned that when I interview somebody, if they're holding a pen, I'm concerned. Okay. There's a reason for this. It's a psychological one. Okay. There's a couple different people out there. All right. There's people like me who I have a reason why I hold things to keep this habit in check. Hey, everybody has different afflictions, things that affect them different ways. Some people hold objects. When I see somebody holding a pen, I get concerned because anytime that you have a writing utensil, what side of the brain are you using? Anybody know? What part of your brain are you using? You're using your storytelling, your imagination. You're using your ability to recall details from different places elsewhere. When I see somebody who's empty handed, I know that, okay. Like, for instance, when we had that uh, con guy that was running for Congress out in Ohio, mm -hmm. when he came on our show, he had a chair. There was no desk. And there was nothing around him. I mean, from what we could tell, um, it could have been a green screen, sure. But it was it looked like it was the corner of his living room. And he had nothing in his hands. And he just spoke. Yep. No, no writing, no reading, no nothing. That's the way you should interview somebody. It shouldn't be where the other person, like Dr. Phil there, holding the fucking pen. That really flips me out. But past that. Watch his whole body language. His whole body language shifted when he got into the numbers, that specific numbers that he was talking about, like FDA, what they were talking about, especially when doctors intervene. Because you're blue collar, we have later interventions in our healthcare. Worst benefits. Um, you know what? We don't trust you fucking people anyway. I'm not going to go see a doctor anytime soon. I could literally have a serious fucking problem with me and you're the last motherfuckers I'm going to talk to. Well, I mean, you did wrap that wrencher, ratchet wrench around your head and you went to the doctor because like your well, face that, was no. peeling off. Yeah. Well, I needed to get stitches. <laughs> exactly. I'm not going to them for to ride the red. Uh, oh, snake. You want the, me the to, silver snake. you want me to ride the silver snake? Fuck you. No, no, I'm not shitting weird. I'm fine. My gut's digesting just fine. I eat pure food. I don't eat bullshit. I drink distilled water. I don't drink death toxin that's served to me in a glass. However, I will say what he talked about with uh, the kids in public school, you know, and Joe said his kids went back pretty quick. And there were places where schools were shut down for two years. Yeah. Like, we, we, were lucky. we were lucky. We were lucky. Right. Our, 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 our nephews, nieces and yeah. nephews were. Yep. They were out of school for two years. Two years. Two years. Yep. Okay. Now, we were lucky, and our kids were in private school, but um, they 
got kicked out March 11th, just like, you know, the whole world shut down and they were out for the remainder of that year, but they went back and they get out in May. I mean, early May. Um, they went back in August. Of course, the day before they were due to go back, we got a call. Oh, no, no, no. That was a They went back in August and they had to wear masks for the yeah. whole year. And then the second year they were supposed to be without masks. And we got a call the day before saying that everyone had to wear a mask again. And at that point, we said no. And we pulled the younger one out and homeschooled them. Yep. We learned more. We bridged that gap in homeschool, that learning gap that they were talking about that they missed for, you know, the, however many, however long they were out of school. We bridged that, that gap in homeschool and then some. He's now back in regular school, albeit a different school district. And now, two years later, he's still asking, when am I going to get to the point where I'm going to learn something new that I didn't already learn in homeschool? Because he learned so much there. It's amazing too. The the weird part about it was it wasn't like we were forcing him. No, he would just do it. It was like three, and it was three hours a day, and it was like nothing. Literally, it was three. He'd spent three hours a day on the computer doing lessons, and the rest of the time we were, you know, taking care of the animals, gardening, doing whatever. But now, there you go. Look at that. See told you these chatbots these this fucking oh, yeah. this shit's crazy woke google gemini refuses to say pedophilia is wrong after diverse historical images debacle individuals cannot control who they are attracted to for the new york post well look at that <sighs> fucking pedos um but now they're coming after homeschools oh 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 yeah um how out of control is the u.s government I, well, I tend to believe they're completely out of control and I tend to rely on us to, at some point, folks, we got to grow up. So this is the Michigan State Board of Education on Homeschool Registry pertaining to conduct warrantless entry to people's homes who are enrolled in a homeschool. Uh, comments by state board members. Mr. McMillan. So... This whole home, you know, and I should have, I could have brought it up because you brought it up during your superintendent report, but the whole homeschooling thing is really uh, quite disturbing. And one of the things that disturbs me about this is the disingenuousness of the discussion. Because we have people like the Senate Education Committee Chair, uh, Dana Polhanke, saying that when asked about increasing regulations beyond re registration, she said, not on my watch. Well, we got Attorney General Nessel that says that she wants to do it because the foster care system didn't do their job and apparently homeschool parents, uh, there was some abuse going on at a homeschool home um, or that actually it sounds like the foster care system, but certainly a mere registration, a list of people is not gonna have anything to do or will not help prevent um, what Attorney General Nessel is talking about. So she's already kind of said the quiet part out loud. She basically said, we want this list so that we can have unwarranted home entry uh, without a warrant, warrantless uh, home entry into homeschool into this particular targeted group. Um, and we want to be able to go in there. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of 
there's a lot of bad things happening all around the state potentially in some houses, but we have a legal system that says you have to have a warrant before you go in. However, um, because of this one instance, uh, you know, some in the state want to be able to barge in and, and bust the door down. And, and I'm not being, you know, it's not hyperbolic. I mean, if they knock on the door and they say, no, I don't want you to come in, and there's all kind of reasons not to have them in. I, I don't, I hope I'm not the only one, but, you know, there's to have the government come into your house. I don't know, there's a, a book called Three Felonies a Day. Can't remember the guy's name that wrote it, but I mean, if the government wants to get you, they're going to find something. Uh, and so you, there's just, without warrant, they shouldn't be coming into your house. Um, and, and so I just think that this is, um, this is, it's going to go beyond registration. Uh, you know, there, there's, there's either, either naive, they're either naive or they're being disingenuous <clears throat> for anybody to say, all we want to do is have a list. Um, it's going to go significantly further than that. They're going to either want uh, to know exactly what's being taught um, or they're going to want entry into the houses. And so I think that this is um, a real a real problem. I guess I just wish that the debate would be sincere um, because we have we have one of the leaders in the education area saying, I promise you on my watch, it'll never happen. And, and that's only a few years. Um, but we, we know that in other instances, registration leads to confiscation. Registration leads to getting in rounding up. I mean, there's just registration is the first step and it's not the only step. And I wish that the debate were clear that, you know, it's gonna be a lot further than registration. Uh, it's a desire uh, that the attorney general has already articulated, said that she wants warrantless home entry into this targeted group of people. And I think it's dangerous. You know, there's, I think that that could be any, you know, the next group could be next. I mean, who knows who the next group is um, that, that there's a target uh, for warrantless home entry. So um, I just, I, that's my uh, initial comment or my comments on uh, this whole, some push for by some people to simply register so we know where they are. I think that's, completely disingenuous uh, and or naive, one or the other, but we know it doesn't stop there. Anybody that has half a brain realizes it doesn't just stop there. Thank you. Okay, thank you very much, Mr. McMillan. Ms. Kelly. <clears throat> I just want to, because you mentioned the foster youth, I just want to say that this has been an issue in the community that has been talked about for a while about being able to track them because they're bouncing from schools to <clears throat> homes and, and um, sometimes there's issues where they've run away because of things that are that have happened they want to better track them I don't know about the other end of it but as far as with the foster youth that is a real issue okay thank you miss Kelly miss Snyder I'll just echo what you guys both have said I, and I wish we could separate them so that that problem is solved and they do have access to an education just like everybody else which we've been talking about. Um, my resolution that I presented this morning, I wish that we would uh, consider it. I don't think it's an issue that's going away. I think students have a constitutional right and reasonable expectation to privacy. I do. Um, 
I've been very clear too and forthright with the fact that, you know, it's oppressive to ask a student that has left the public education system for whatever reason they've left to then ask them to register with that same system. We wouldn't do that in any other uh, facet of society. And so to give people the freedom to exercise choices that work best for them is extremely important. Um, just because we're one of 11 states doesn't mean the other 39 are doing it the right way. I, I, I don't think we need to approach it that from that perspective. Um, and I just really wanna push back on things we've talked about at this table. Public education is not safer than homeschooling and that, that means it's, it's incumbent upon us to address that. There are multiple pieces of evidence that we've discussed here at the board table time and time again that we do nothing about that prove public education needs a safety overhaul before we can claim that homeschool leaves students more vulnerable. So sexual abuse epidemic where we refuse to register school officials as assaulted students so they can be hired, rehired elsewhere. Being concerned with requiring BTAM training, which we talked about recently at the local level due to resources, it would take the department to audit them. And yet here we are thinking we have the resources to audit every family's <coughs> educational choice in the state. That's, that's unreasonable and countless stories that violate a safe learning environment across the state, which I don't think we're done with hearing yet. So um, when you use the words disingenuous, yes, I think it is very disingenuous to suggest that we need to audit families and their educational choices because of safety, especially private and parochial schools, right? They, what ends up happening in other states that register students in these buckets, as you, as you say, is we end up overseeing their curriculum. They're making specific choices to not be in public education so that they can access a curriculum we're not choosing to administer to them. And there's nothing wrong with that. But you start to ask them to jump through hoops and you're really uh, interfering and discriminating against their rights to exercise educational freedom. So I, again, I don't think the topic is going away. And, um, and I certainly don't think that safety in public schools is something that we should shy away from. Uh, I think we should be spending our time, energy, and effort in that, because that's what we have a constitutional authority over. Thank you, Ms. I, I guess maybe it's just me. I, I want to understand this properly. Mm -hmm. They were looking for some way to overthrow the fourth amendment and search houses that were supposedly homeschools. Is that accurate? Is that what I was understanding? Is Correct. that what the first guy was talking about? The bill about? that was proposed was that, well, yes and no. The bill that was proposed was that all students, all children be required to register. So you go on a list, whether you're homeschooled, private schooled, public schooled, etc. That already happens here in Georgia. When we pulled our son out of out of private school, now when you enroll him in private school, they automatically send that information to the state. Yeah. In public school, the same thing. But when you pull them out and you put them in homeschool here in Georgia, you have to send a letter to the state to let them know. Um, in fact, I joined a, a, a homeschool law program essentially, and they gave you they give you a form letter for your state that you send off, they're already on a list. But in Michigan, they don't have that. They're one of 11 states that does not require 
homeschool parents to register their children with the state. And now they're trying to make that happen. I don't know why we ever agreed to it. We didn't have a choice. I, I fucking that's like it's like because if it's you like, don't, it's like registering your guns. Exactly. It's the same. It sounds like it's the same purpose almost. Exactly. <sighs> it's just, like in Georgia, you're required. Oh, and you're free. Now, you're free, except for taxes, except for, oh, hey, if you want to build anything on your land, mm-hmm. except for, oh, if you want to operate a motor vehicle, you can't do it without a license. Oh, if you want to own a gun, you got to get a license. Oh, and if you want to own a gun, you got to wait seven days. Oh, and if you want to own a gun, we got to have your last pap smear, your blood type, your your penis length and size girth width round from tip to tip. You're if you know, you know. However, you, you know can, what I'm talking about. But if you want to get married, again, you got to get a license. Hey, hey, if you want to open a liquor store, got to get a license. Hey, you want to sell cigarettes at your fucking gas station, got to get a license. Oh, you want to sell alcohol and tobacco at your gas station, got to get a license. license. Oh, you want to serve food at your hotel, got to get a license. Oh, you want to have a you want to build a hotel on your land got to get a license got to meet zoning requirements too by the way but remember you're free you're free you're free and you can own a gun you can register a gun you can jump through all those hoops to get a gun but guess what you might not be getting any ammo and then it's just a club 20 states are asking joe biden to shut down america's largest ammunition factory that produces 40 percent of civilian ammunition let's jump right into this 20 states have had their attorney general submit letters to Biden's gun violence prevention office, and they're asking Joe Biden to cancel all civilian contracts through Lake City Ammunition Plant. This is what they're doing with our taxes and our time. And here's the 20 states that had their attorney general submit these letters. New York, California, Connecticut, Delaware, D.C., Hawaii, Illinois, Maine, Maryland, Massachusetts, Michigan, Minnesota, Nevada, New Jersey, New Mexico, Oregon, Rhode Island, Vermont, and Washington. And in these letters, they say that it is wrong for Americans to be able to purchase billions of rounds of ammo from Lake City plant. And they're claiming Lake City ammunition has been used in several major mass shootings. And for those of you who probably don't know this, Lake City has been producing civilian and military contract ammo since 1941. They produce 1.4 billion rounds a year. And the Democrats' main goal is to cut out 40% of the supply for a civilian market for ammunition. And I can't even make this part up. They are saying that U.S. tax dollars should never be used for violence. Holy shit, what country do they think they're in? They can't ban our guns, so they're coming after the ammunition, and they're pulling the heartstrings of America by claiming that someone that produces the most amount of ammo for civilians happen to have some of their ammo used in violent crime. That's what's going to happen. Seems like not much of it is used, since you know exactly what crimes it was used in. And if you guys like what I do, be sure to like and follow. Hitting repost really helps me. And if you want to check out my YouTube channel or my series, it's in my bio. I love fear porn experts because I can't wait to trash them. Mm-hmm. Show, bud, relax. Relax. Why? Actually, let me use a 90s term that I can't fucking stand. Chillax, bro. Seriously, just chillax. Because you know what? Gun companies, ammo manufacturers, they ain't stupid. Mick, what are you talking about? They ain't stupid. We know they're not stupid. You're damn right they're not stupid. Why do I know that? Because Remington, you used to be based in New York, has now picked up and set its flag here in Smyrna, Georgia, where they're going to be taken care of. And Remington is about to open a uh, $1.2 billion 
ammunition manufacturing plant right here in Smyrna, Georgia. Mm. Oh, shit. I ain't worried about dick now. They're not dumb. The companies see the writing on the walls. They're going to pick up and move to red states where they're taken care of. Absolutely. They know they're coming down here. They are going to be ushered in as heroes. It's like the South really did just win the Civil War because that's the way they're going to treat Remington when they walk in here. Are you kidding me? We're going to get all the gun manufacturing plants and the ammo. Man- Dude, done. DQ done. Ball. D- Come on, DQ Ball. You know better. DQ Ball says the Supreme Court already said it was unconstitutional. You know what? They also they, don't care about the law. they also said that it was unconstitutional for Joe Biden to relieve student debt, and yet he did that again. One point two billion. He just changed the rules a little bit so that more people qualified for a program. They don't. They don't care. They about don't the law. care about the law. They don't give two shits about the law. They don't give two shits about you or me. That's why they're not. And Joe Biden will never see a day in jail. Nor will Hunter Biden. Nor will Hillary Clinton. Nor will Barack Hussein Obama. Not any of them. None of them will. No. Not fucking what's his nuts? The fucking piece of shit that's in charge of this Lincoln project. Mm. Matt Ryan, fuck that stupid fuck. He he won't get charged. None no, of these people charged. will. No. People are moving. Oh, St. Louis is bad. Uh, when you hear about some of these cops not being paid, checks bouncing, the defund the police movement, what is it doing to your city? The morale of the city, the officers aren't going to work. We're losing officers left and right. You can't recruit officers when that's happening. Um, when Corey Bush and Tashara Jones called for defunding of the police, that, what does that make it sound like? You know, they And then they said, you know, the citizens are like, well, what does that mean? No more police on the street? And they said, no, we're putting social workers on the street. But what people don't realize is the social worker doesn't go out there by themselves. They're riding in a car with a police officer. So that's taking an additional officer off the street. It, they're not really reducing the manpower. They're just giving them other jobs to do, and it's taken away from the street. And the citizens are suffering. They're they're not seeing the police. They want to see the police out there, and they're not seeing them. Uh, when you hear about some of these cops, that's a that's a fucking reason right there to buy a gun. Mm-hmm. I mean, think about it. Who wants? All right. If, if you guys were a little bit younger, a little bit more in shape, or whatever, maybe you haven't smoked as much weed or whatever. And you were going to go get a job. Being a cop 20 years ago was a pretty damn good profession. Mm -hmm. Today? Nope. I don't want to be anywhere near it. No. I don't even want to be anywhere possibly that I could be seen in any shape or form. Nope. Like who would ever want to be a cop in Chicago or Philly or New York? (sighs) Seriously. What would drive you to go there to be a cop there? I mean, yeah, okay, the money and the pay is great, but the chances are you're going to jail for the rest of your life. Or you're getting dead. Or you're going to die. I, I just, I don't know. I, I Man, this is going to get harder and harder. I don't think you're going to have the recruiting classes of cops. I don't think people are going to go that direction. You know, it's bad enough down here, too. I don't even want to be a fucking, I'm glad I'm not a firefighter anymore. No shit. That shit's even getting crazy. Yep. Well, hey, um, this is what happens when you don't have good cops on the street. Here's some guy commenting on it. Your thoughts on Palestinians? Crazy and misinformed. Palestinians? What'd you say? Your thoughts on the Palestinians? I, I don't have enough information on that. I'm okay. straight. 
I'm straight up from south side of Chicago, born in Atlanta. I don't have that. I don't have enough information. There's love for everybody, but don't pull me to that conversation. I got, I got people. I got 14 kids dying every week in my city. No serious. So talk to me about that. Yes. All right. Thank you, Kanye. That's Kanye. Oh. Okay. Don't pull him in to that conversation. Don't they hate it when they call him Kanye? Yeah. Aren't they supposed to call him Yee? Yay. 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 But but he's right. They're like, well, what do you think about Palestine? He's like, I don't give a fuck. I got 14 kids every weekend dying in my city. I okay. I, I guess I don't disagree with him. True. True that. Why don't you ask us about the kids that are dying from fentanyl every day here? They don't want to ask him about that. No. They want to get some pushy, cushy, blue-collar bullshit, you know, something they can get clickbait on. That's what they're looking for is clickbait. That's what that was. That was a question for clickbait. Of course it was. He identified it. I guess it killed it. Whatever. He said it his own way. He's got a lot of metal in his mouth. Did you know what I'm Yeah. What the fuck's the deal with that? Does I, that, like, do, do something? I mean, is, <sighs> is it a dental thing? I mean, or is he putting I coatings? Don't. Is it the coating shit? I don't know. It just looked like he had a lot know. of metal. I, I'm just saying it looked like he had a lot of metal in his mouth. He looked like uh, it was a James Bond with the, the thing that used to walk around and try and chew on people. Remember that with the, the metal in his mouth? Uh, Moonraker, I think, was the movie. Oh my God, no. Yeah, it was Moonraker 19... I'm sure. 77? 78? If I remember correctly, I don't remember. Well, they've had it in Chicago. They're they're done. Happening is they're emptying out the dregs of their jails into the United States, into our communities. They're junking up our country. And yeah, we feel some kind of way about it because it's our country. Yeah, Black History Month, the American descendants of slavery. And I want you to know, Brandon Johnson, I understand what Blakemore's saying about we still own the plantation, but what you're looking at right now, this is what a free Negro look like. And I'm telling you, we're going to get our city back. We're going to stand for our people. We're going to get them out of our communities because they don't deserve to be there. You watch us. We black out here and we're going to handle our business. You watch that. I'm a free black woman. This is how we get down. All right, Frank and Johnson. Tapping in the- Mr. Amen. Amen. Get down. That's what we've been looking for. Fuck, take your streets back. Take your city back. Do it. Do you have to this, pay taxes? This dumb shit. This. Do you have to get a business license? Do you have to pay your car registration? Do you have to register your kids for homeschool? You ain't free, honey. Do you have to register your guns? Not in Chicago. Oh, they're not allowed to have them. <laughs> That's right. Jaws, thank you, Def and uh, Dem. Thank you very much. I, I, I knew I was fucking missing it. I I knew it was right there. It was a clear one too. He just looked like Jaws there for a second. That's all. You remember the first time he smiles in the movie? It's kind of like you're like, oh shit, damn dude, don't smile again. Just keep that shit closed. All right. Now, this, however, this is really pissing off those people in Chicago. Food restaurants are closing their doors. This news came abruptly. It shocked area residents. It's left them concerned about the future of the local economy. Casey Cron is live with the latest. Casey. 
Don and Scott, all three KFC restaurants are owned by the same franchisee. The move comes as a disappointment to neighbors and also one local alderman who tells me he was blindsided by those closures. The restaurants are located at 83rd and King Drive in Chatham, where renovations have been underway for several months. Now progress has stopped. The windows and doors boarded up. Also in Grand Crossing, the KFC at 75th and Lafayette will no longer serve customers. And in Bronzeville, the chain at 35th and Calumet has been shuttered. This comes less than one month after the movie theater Cinema Chatham shut down. Sixth Ward Alderman William Hall tells me these closures are a loss for the community, leaving employees out of work and corners vacant. Well, to the entire Sixth Ward, my frustration is your frustration. We said the same frustration. I live here. I don't want to see abandonment. I don't want to see vacancy just like you. Uh, working hard with corporations. Um, we are some challenging times, however. We want to, again, look to the future. Um, hopefully we find or reimagine that corner, even if it means tearing down that KFC and building a new business. But we're not going to stop until that vacancy is filled. A spokesperson with KFC. Damn, it's like fucking... Wow. I I mean, yeah. That's what happens when you don't regulate crime in your city. Is that why KFC said? Is that what KFC said? The reason they pulled out was because of the crime or was it? I mean, the one had been damaged in a riot. They said it it had caught fire during a riot or something and they were fixing it up and they had it all boarded up anyway. And they just never took the boards down. It sounds like they just said, look, we're not reopening. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it sucks. But hey, look, that's what happens. You know, think about it. Think about how much damage all those riots cost. Yeah. Billions. We're talking billions of dollars worth of fucking damage. Mm -hmm. Burning shit down. Burning people's that and somebody every time, pays every a bill time for. you go to fix something, someone else comes through and vandalizes it again, and you can never get ahead. And you're like, fuck it, you know what? I'm done. When your insurance company stops paying out because they're like, we're not even gonna insure you anymore because you've filed so many claims. What are you gonna do? I, I they, when you're paying that much now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. Well, talking about paying that much, get a load of this one. The Commonwealth has not been shy about how much money sheltering migrants is costing taxpayers. The I-Team's chief investigator, Cheryl Fiendaka, dug into where some of the money is being spent obtaining vendor contracts for services and hotels, including a no-bid contract for $10 million for a company providing meals. Dozens of migrant families sleeping at Logan Airport and hundreds in overflow shelters like this one at Melnia Cass. But those locations do not include the thousands of homeless and migrants living in hotels and motels. So just how much money is the state paying for lodging? Records obtained by the I-Team show the state has 17 contracts for housing, totaling more than $116 million dollars. Those contracts are only for fiscal year 2024 and end in June. This is something that we have been asking the administration for information on for better part of a year and uh, have, have been stonewalled on the information. So I think um, for you to get it, I think it's it's um, it's really important. In some cases, the hotels are collecting money from the state for three meals a day. for breakfast, $17 for lunch, and $31 for dinner. That means $64 a day per person. 
The state's right to shelter law requires it provide families with refrigeration and basic cooking facilities. But some of the accommodations do not have those appliances, leaving the state to contract out for food and delivery. Citing the emergency nature of the crisis, the state gave Spinelli Ravioli Manufacturing Company in East Boston a $10 million six-month no-bid contract to provide meals and delivery services. Spinelli's tells the I-Team, as an approved state vendor, we have the ability to deliver emergency meals and mobilize quickly. We are not the exclusive meal vendor and do not have a guaranteed contract beyond this initial emergency period. We are currently in the bid process and are looking forward to continue to aid the state to reach their goals. Spinelli's contract with the state runs through the end of March. Senator Peter Durant says these contracts are just the tip of the iceberg on the overall cost of the crisis. The mass health costs, the educational costs. And that's the concern is, is, you know, the money has to come from someone. And so there's only really two options, right? You either raise taxes or you cut services. So this all kind of flows downhill right straight to the taxpayers. In January, the governor proposed an $873 million supplemental budget that would help pay for the current shelter shortfall. The rest of the money would be used for the projected cost of emergency assistance in 2025. Cheryl Fiandaka, WBZ News. Now, hold on. Before I say this, I want to double check this really quick because... I'm pretty sure um, I'm right, hmm. but <clears throat> the governor from Massachusetts, if I'm correct, are Democrats. Oh, and yeah. if I'm also correct, they're split down the middle in the state house as well, where the Re- House of Representatives is run by the uh I believe it's the Republicans right now and the Democrats run the Senate. I kind of like this. This is kind of a fuck you. And it's coming from a blue state. They they don't agree. Massachusetts, I guarantee 90% of Massachusetts is a lot like the rest of us. They don't agree with a lot of this shit. They don't want this shit in their state. All right. They don't like it any more than we do. Oh, except for those people that are taking in those families and getting paid Correct. by the government to, Correct. For, to have servants. Minus that part. But I guarantee a lot of you know working class Massachusetts, just like the rest of us, mm-hmm. all right, they don't want this. But they're airing their dirty laundry out in the public. I kind of like that move. You're kind of letting everybody know, look, this is how much is coming out of our pockets for this bullshit. I like the fact that that state senator got on there and said, hey, and I've reached out to the federal government for them, and nobody's answering me on how they're going to pay us back. Which is really interesting because normally, if you got federal funds that are inbound, they're already approved normally when you tell people, all right, this is an emergency, you need to take care of this. No. There's no money coming. Because it's a state emergency, it's not a federal emergency. Because um, then they would have to admit that there's actually mm-hmm. uh, an invasion going on at our southern border, which they don't want to do at all. Hey, this is Colorado. Colorado National Park has been turned into a migrant camp. Where did they get the cars? I don't know. That looks like a fucking military camp. Yeah, they don't look like a migrant camp. In Colorado National State Park. 
Wow. What the fuck? Where do they get the vehicles? I don't know. How do they already have vehicles? Hmm. They had to get there somehow. Are they still there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They haven't run them out yet. No, they put them there. Oh, wow. They put them there. They got fires going, too. That's ballsy. Mm-hmm. And, hey, and the northern border is getting uh, just as overrun as the southern border. Yeah, that's what I, I, I just they just started airing this shit because nobody's been talking about this. And apparently up north there, you guys have been having a hell of a fight. Yeah, this was back in July. Okay. And there was like no. Yeah, there was eight or nine in this group that day. I love this was back in July. I love trail cams, except I hate them all at the same time. But mm-hmm. yeah, when you're tracking migrants, why not? Because nobody's going to see it. Yep. Fucking amazing. Walking right through our northern border, too. I know. I know. We got a couple of you guys that have been talking about that shit. I know everybody's. I know you guys have been sending us videos. Um, I know you guys have been up there fighting that fight already. But now, now everybody else is talking about it. Now everybody else wants to bring it up because it's an election season. That's why. Yeah. Brownsville, Texas. More migrant woes. (laughs) Throwing bags of drugs over the wall and then just driving away. Yep. Yep. Those are drugs. Yep. That was all fent in there. Probably. You know it. But now that uh, Texas is kind of cracking down on their border a little bit, at least for the optics, they're just flowing through California. Because why not? They want them, right? Here you go. California. Here in California, uh, there is no resistance. There's no razor wire. There's no National Guard. There's no shipping containers. Uh, it is a sanctuary state. Uh, Arizona, no resistance as well. But this is just a bizarre scene uh, as we continue to watch these migrants uh, from really all around the world scaling this mountain. We're going to try to talk to some of them as they as they continue moving down the cliff here. Um but the three we did talk to that have made it down so far were from Kazakhstan. Uh, just looking at some of the people sitting in the sitting on the ground over there, it looks like there's going to be at least a couple Chinese in that group already. Uh, as this sector continues to be inundated uh, with Chinese migrants, with migrants from all around the world, and I'm looking up at that that rocky cliff again, and there are still people uh, coming down from the very top, so like Arizona here in California. Jesus. Yep. Yeah, dude. Asian continues. We get no uh, no relief, zero relief. Texas gets no relief. California, well, I guess your governor wants it. So, Genesepi, I'm sorry, you got to move, girl. We've been telling you that for everybody in California. If you're out there and you listen to this show, you got to get the fuck out of there. No shit. Fuck trying to save the place. You can't. There's no saving. And I know it might not be feasible for you. I get it. But even the businesses are showing you, we're moving out. We're not going to be here anymore. Yep. There goes your money. There goes your industry. I don't know what these governors are thinking. They're fucking stupid. 
They're thinking they're going to flush out their military. The new proposal in Washington that would help migrants get an expedited path to citizenship, it would require them to first serve in the U.S. military. All right, Fox News' Morgan McKay joins us with details of the bill which lawmakers say could help solve two problems at once. There is no higher honor than serving your country in uniform. And that honor could be extended to migrants under a new bill introduced by Hudson Valley Congressman Pat Ryan. Called the Courage to Serve Act, this bill would offer qualified and vetted migrants an expedited path to citizenship if they serve in the military. According to Ryan, last year the military services collectively missed recruiting goals by roughly 41,000 recruits, leaving some crucial positions unfilled. If there are folks with the courage to raise their right hand, take an oath to protect and defend our Constitution, and put their lives on the line for this country, then they sure as hell deserve the opportunity to be citizens in the United States of America. This bill comes... Pauses. I'll tell you what. All right there, pal. I'll back your bill. You know, because you're right. I don't, I don't see any problem with that. Tell you what, though. I'll only do it. I'll only offer you one ounce of fucking support. If you go back to Congress and you tell Congress that the first people that become citizens are every single one of those interpreters that fucking worked with us side by side, fought with us side by side in Afghanistan. They're still in Afghanistan. That's the that's the only way. But they're not here unless they came over the border. Those guys. They, we didn't take them out stop, of Afghanistan. Those guys first. Yep. Those guys first, because that's the first group of people you help before you help any of these fuck sticks that haven't done anything yet except enter our country illegally, mm -hmm. which right there, that wouldn't qualify them for military service because that's a felony. Yeah. So that bill's not going to work out so well for you. But if you're going to do this, which I'm fine with, the first fucking people that you do this to are all the Terps that we worked with over there. That were not dirty, the ones that we know were clean, that were good guys that fucking stuck their necks out in the lines for us. And there are plenty of them. They also want them to vote. Well, we know that too. Of course. From August of last year to December of this year, they will spend $252 million on the migrants. $252 million, 17,000 17, migrants coming to this city. And just in Chicago, if we just break that in half and they become families, you got 8,500 families. Hispanics have 3.5 children. I'm submitting to you in one generation, just one generation, the black vote will be null. They will have an additional 24,000 people on the voting rolls along with the Hispanic population already here. They're playing chess, and you all are playing checkers. You are damning our youth, our next generation, to poverty by you all doing these political speeches. One generation, our youth, our vote will be null in all of these six sanctuary cities. And what are you going to do about that? Preach on. Nothing. They're Preach not going to do anything. That's what they want. on. You know why? Because y'all have started saying that you're done with Democrat policies. You're done with just playing the slave and voting for whomever your masters tell you to. Now they're going to show you. So now, now they're, they're going to put show in someone you. who is going to vote whomever they tell them to. Now they're going to show you, period. They're going to show you, period. Hey, 
You want to know how New York is going to pay for all their migrants? I don't know. Well, besides Trump's I was fee, about to say, I was, how about his court fees? How about his fucking buildings that they're about to sell off? Yeah. How about all the other bullshit that they're about to do with it? It's supposed to sit in escrow until after his appeal's done. Yeah, right. I know. Pulitzer you this. know, hey, you gain interest on an account that's just sitting there, even in escrow. I know. For all the New Yorkers in New York City, please pay attention to what I'm about to say. I now this morning got a list from my controller to tell us the tax annual assessments and values. This happens every January to February. I got mine just on a few of our properties, just a few of them. Every single one of them are going up. Some of them are going up from 10 to 15%, all the way up to 60, 75%. You have no clue what this means to this industry. You have no clue what this means to every average New Yorker. Everybody in New York City is affected because I have stores here, supermarkets here that they're going to go up $12,000, I got small three family buildings in Red Hook going up $9,000 increase on top of the $30,000 that I'm paying. Look, folks, one of the best, best ways I can sum this up for you, okay? When my in-laws moved down here, it was hysterical because we were with them on one of the houses they were looking at. And I remember the, her dad asking the realtor, it's like, what are the taxes like? Oh, she's like, oh, taxes for this neighborhood. This It's only 5000 for this neighborhood. And he's just like, well, $5,000 a month. That's not that much. She goes, no, 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 sir. Not a month. 5000 for the year. It's 5000 for the year. And he was like, for the year? Yeah. She goes, how much were you paying in taxes on your last property? Oh, we spent $24,000 in taxes on, on the last house. On their last house in Connecticut, they spent in taxes twenty four grand. And she was like, yeah, not down here. Nope. I was like... Holy shit. My cousin in New Jersey pay, pays $12,000 a year for taxes. And and we had the same size house, our old house. We paid $1,200 a year. Yeah. I was like, holy fuck. That's ridiculous. But is she, okay, this is it's where they get so their your money. taxes went from 15% to 65% on your property. In Who one year. Who can pay that? Who can pay that? You know that now as much as Joe has come out and tried to slam grocery stores for inflation, did you know that grocery stores, because he said that he has grocery supermarkets, grocery stores, do you know what their profit margin is? Well, probably less than like, they're probably negative percentage. It's it's less than 2%. Yeah, that's what I figured. Their, I figured profit, margin, their profit margin is less than 2%. Supermarkets really don't make money. First off, they have to throw out food. They cannot donate expired food or anything like that to, you yep. know, homeless shelters or anything like that. They just have to throw it away. There's actually a law about that because yeah. they used to do it and then somebody got sick and then somebody they got sued and now they can't do it. So yep. this is what happens when you get sue yep. happy. Yeah. Yeah. They even have to lock their dumpsters. Yeah. They throw out all real so shit. much food. It's not even funny. 
And I mean, now the only reason that they make 2% profit is because they put in all the self-checkouts. Because even the supermarket clerks that just ring up your groceries had to get paid $15, $16, $17 an hour. Yep. So. Not no more. Plus benefits. Plus they're essentially running it 24 hours a day because after the doors close, the overnight stocking crew comes in to stock all the shelves. So you're running power 24 hours a day. Yep. You know, you're paying staff 24 hours a day and those overnight crews get paid even more. Yep. The only other business that's even worse is a bank branch. Those are the worst. That's like 1%. They have a 1% total profit margin. Which is why most banks have gone online and they there's very few brick and mortar banks anymore. Yep. That's a hundred percent the reason that's why there's this big push for fucking digital currency and fucking all this other crap because they want to make it even more not real. I mean, it is, it's that psychological part, you know, that thing that when you were a kid, they always gave you cash to start out with. So, you knew when you gave this away, you got something in return that was only for that return. And it's that psychological way that like a physical money means something. Mm -hmm. When you start digitizing everything, it doesn't feel the same. It's not the same. It's not that same psychological thing you're doing. You're doing it with a card. You're thinking, ah, it's a card. Yeah. It's not money. It's a card. That's why now like our 12-year-old is working at my mom's on one weekend a month and she pays him in cash. And he's always, oh, can we go to the store? Right. Or he, if I'm going to the store, he's like, can I go to the store with you? Okay. And he's like, all right, I'm only going to spend this much money. All right. Well, make sure you calculate tax. And then we get to the register and he'll say, can you just put this on your credit card and I'll just give you the cash? No, no, that's not how this works. No, you need to hand, you need to ring your sale up separately, hand your money to the cashier and she will give you change. It's your money, not ours. It's your money. I'm not putting it on my debit card. I'm not putting it on my credit card. Nope. Because then you don't understand the value of it. We lost understanding the value of money a long time a long ago. Time. When we, had the, when we had billion dollar fucking debts, national debts. I mean, no that's shit. when we lost the value of money. I tell you what, though, our kids learning it real fast. He was so excited the other day he got a raise because uh, <laughs> we were like what eight fifty? Eight fifty? Because he was making eight twenty five. No, he got a raise to ten fifty. Um, I like him there. They, they really do, but he's cute. He's Mexican. <laughs> he he's working in a Mexican restaurant. He's Mexican. He t- he came out as Mexican not too long ago, which is he's six foot two with blonde hair and blue eyes. He's a good Mexican. Yeah. Um, but he flat out told him, he was like, don't, you can't make fun of me. I'm Mexican. They're like, you're not Mexican. Oh, yes, I am. My oh, great grandmother yes, was born in Mexico city. They're like, Oh shit. <laughs> He's Mexican. Okay. Then he's Latino. That's right. Anyway. Oh, my uncle used it. on his fucking college <laughs> application. And he was six foot four with red hair and blue eyes. And all he had to do was attend four dances a year. <laughs> they had these like Latino mixers. mixers. <laughs> he would go to him. He's like, these girls are so fucking hot, but they're crazy as shit. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But now he's got to pay his, his phone bill and his gas bill. The teenager. I mean, his brother does too, but um, his car insurance. And so, Liam asked me the other day, he was like, how come Connor has to pay his phone bill now? He didn't have to pay that before. Because now he has a job. 
So now he's got to pay his phone bill. That's how it works. Or at least help out. He doesn't have to actually pay his bill. He just has to help out. No, I'm not going to fucking force him to pay his whole bill. But Oh, uh, if, if I don't get that money out of him, I work it out of him. Yeah. That's what we did the other day. He paid half his phone bill. He paid me 30 bucks. And then he gave me three hours worth of work. Which I got about an hour and a half out of him. But it was okay. <laughs> well, that's the fucking, what are you teaching him? <laughs> Jesus. That, at least hold his feet to the fire. That kid spends more time on the shitter when he's supposed to be working. You know, it's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. Like lead just starts to fall out of this kid's I'm bowel. Like, I'm like, hey, we're going out to do it at the yard. I got to take a shit. Man, he's in there for like fucking two hours too. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, come back in the house. I've already done like three quarters of the yard. I'm like, hey, asshole. You done? Uh, oh, I'm still shitting. Do you have an asshole left? <laughs> What the fuck is going on with you? Do we need to take you to, you need to go ride the silver snake. No shit. Holy shit, dude. Wow. If you're sitting in there that long, you got to stop playing with it, bro. You're going to go blind. <laughs> Just dead serious. <laughs> fuck. Oh, anyway. He's put a doorknob on the fucking. Here's how uh, apparently the federal government is going to pay for, pay for these. Yeah, right. I know. Right. Now, Secretary of Homeland Security Mayorkas used to be a board member on HIAS. Really? So, yeah. And in fact, I was getting ready to rent that house and highest rented it before I could get it. Right. Okay. So, but that's right beside what we call China camp. Now, when secretary of uh, Homeland Security Mayorkas flew to Darien on April 18th of 2022, I had been waiting for him for four days and he landed in four Blackhawks, landed right in front of me, went right past the highest office and went into San Vicente camp. Now they have, he has, pledged money to build it which he has so that camp is now you can see the drone footage of the day he's in it that's it wow that's look it. at that, that that's his people going in right there uh that's the, he's in the middle of that fraggle so we're people. funding this we're funding we're, we're paying yep. to make these camps yep. as stopovers to make it comfortable for you while you prepare yourself to come into our country illegally and there's iom right now secretary wow there was a very, uh, now I said in the beginning, here's how the U.S. government's going to pay for this. Where didn't he say that camp was located next to? One of the cartel homes. China camp. Oh, China camp. China camp. Ah. Who do you think's paying for this? Uh-huh, uh-huh. I mean, they're not paying us. They're no. paying Joe. No, they're paying Joe. Yeah. Oh, there's some deal. There's got to be. There's oh, got to yeah. be a deal about how many migrants have to come across the border per day. There has to be. There has to be a reason why they're fighting so hard to stop it. To stop any any move that we make to try and stop the flow of, migra of illegal migration. They have done everything to counteract everything any Republicans tried to do to stop it. Mm -hmm. They've fought, fought back. Why? The only reason is there has to be a deal somewhere. Somebody's making money on the number of heads that come across the southern border. Yep. It's the only thing that makes any sense. Think about it logically for a second. Take all emotion out of it. What is the number one thing everybody craves more than anything else right now? Money. Who is doing the damnedest to get their hands on the most money? So far, all we've heard about. Granted. No, we've, we're pretty fair. Granted, we, you know where our hats hang every night. Mm -hmm. We're back in Trump. However, think about this for a second. Mm -hmm. There's all this shit that's come out about him. Mm -hmm. And Biden has kind of weaseled his way out of this whole migration thing. He, he hasn't, but it's kind of not sticking to him as I thought it would.
I thought this would end up in his lap, but he has so many fucktards in his administration. It's too easy to just blame him. You know what I'm saying? My Orcus is the one that's videotaped. That should have been Joe. What do you want to bet there's some deal that Mayorkas has signed off on that there's so many heads that come across the border and these motherfuckers are making money from the cartels because the cartels are the ones that are doing it. What's more valuable than drugs? People. People. Who's making money right now hand over fist? The cartels. Why? Because they're smuggling all these people. All these people are coming up basically as indentured slaves to the cartels. If they get up here and they can't work, they can't pay their money back. What the fuck? Or at least that's the way it used to work. I'm wondering now if all these people are coming in here and that's why we just see them sitting around. Because they're not worried about paying the cartels back. They seem to be just fine hanging out in the motels and just not doing anything. Who's paying their bills? Which makes me think that somebody else has already paid that bill to the cartel. Because mm-hmm. yep. cartel doesn't do shit for free. No. Just saying. No. Think about this shit for a minute. There's more to this story than just Joe Biden not be just being a dumb piece of shit. I get it. He's being a dumb piece of shit on purpose for a reason. There's follow the money. There's money somewhere. I I guarantee we're mark my words. We're going to come out here soon. You're going to hear about some scheme where the cartels are paying Joe Biden directly. And we're going to find out about some other bank account. And all of a sudden they're going to link all of this shit together. Watch. I'm just saying it's coming because there's, this doesn't make any other sense. Mm -hmm. Yep. You, the Mexican government doesn't have the manpower to do what the cartels are doing right now. They don't. They don't have the manpower or the money. Dead serious. I'm still wondering how Corinne Jean-Pierre is up here spouting her fucking lies when she is apparently only making a dollar a year. I don't know, but we know it's not a green screen now. True. We know it's not a green screen. Because you can't wear that color. And bitch, you're like two weeks early. Yeah, no shit. Please don't put it on either. Does the fact that he's considering other actions mean that there was more he could have done earlier? So what I'm going to be very clear. The bottom line, the only way to we could have had move forward, we could move forward in a effective, more comprehensive way was to move forward with the bipartisan uh, bipartisan legislation uh, that came out of the Senate. Uh, That was the way that we believe would have been a fair. It was a one of the toughest, one of the fairest uh, bipartisan border security uh, bills uh, that we have seen in decades. It would have dealt with giving resources that's needed at the border, would have dealt with dealing with policy issues that relates to immigration. And that's what the way we should have moved forward. Does that's the way we're going to move so, forward. So nothing, nothing about how he overturned all of the border policies that were working. No. No, 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 because I can't show you that. I can't. No, because that would show that I haven't done my job. Meaning, not her, meaning Joe Biden hasn't done his job. He hasn't. He he? has not protected the United States, the the country, like he's specifically supposed to, according to his oath, that he never took. Just saying. Mm. One more time. Do you hear you then? Even uh, McCarthy came out and said that Every time you talked to Joe, Joe had notes. And if it wasn't on the notes, you couldn't talk to him about it. I did. Yeah, I did. Yeah. 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 But 
Wait, he's fine though. No, he's fine. Oh, he's Come totally on, stop. Fine. He's would you stop? Totally you are fine. you are being a fear, a fear monger. You are being such a fear monger right now. Joe is completely fine. He is completely there. His facets and faculties are right there. They're on they're on par. I think climate change got to him. Just saying. Anyway, let's keep going with uh Dirty mop head. On the border, in uh, the northern one, um, it's not as dramatic as in the south, but there are different and more and more reports on migrants crossing the border to come to the U.S. Is the administration worried? Uh, is it in contact with the Canadian government to try to stop the flow? So look, uh, we are in uh, constant communication with our uh, Canadian counterparts, obviously on a range of issues uh, that uh, including uh, migrants uh, attempting to cross the border. Don't have any new announcements uh, to make, but we are constantly having those conversations uh, with our counterparts in Canada. I just don't have anything for you at this time. How worried is the administration that uh, it's happening more and more? I, I mean, look, I'm not going to... Uh, to put uh, a gauge on this, on how worried we are, but we do have constant communication with our counterparts on a range of issues, including the one that you just laid out to me. How, how is it that mysteriously now they don't have a, now they can't give us an update, but before it was just, we, we had a secure, remember when they asked the questions before? It was totally secure. We have a secure border. Yet now we're talking about migrants jumping the northern border too. Oh, by the way, who's making money on that? I'll go ahead and tell you. There's only one people, the cartel. Why? Because cartel works on both sides of the border. Go ahead, ask, ask anybody along the northern border and ask any Canadian that lives along the northern border. They will tell you who owns the land up there because in Canada, the cart cartels can purchase land and they have in specific places along the border. Why? To smuggle people in the U.S. Because sometimes it's just easier to do it through Canada. Mm -hmm. Wow. What changed between the time President Biden said, we are a nation who says, if you want to flee and you're freeing oppression, you should come, and now? I, I don't understand. What What do you mean? The, the, your question, I don't get. As a candidate, President Biden was the... telling people to come to the border. So what has changed since then? I don't have the context of this quote that you're giving me. What changed between... What do you mean? Oh, it I, was I only the most famous context, I, I the famous quote that, that he made that. during his run in 2020. Mm -hmm. He said, oh, come to the border. We'll take you. I'm going to reverse all of Trump's policies. I'm going to open the border. That's what he said. Adults were returning to the table. Mm -hmm. That's what he said. That's what he ran on in his basement. Don't you all remember? Yep. But hey. She doesn't remember. It is, now we're hearing about executive actions that could be taken. Why wait this long I to look very, at executive I've been very actions. clear. We have made no decisions on that. I'm not going to get into policy discussions or hypotheticals that we're hearing right now. Be very clear. But the focus here should be what happened in the Senate in a bipartisan way that Republicans have rejected. Is, is, now we're hearing about. Look, folks, I'm going to gonna, 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 I'm gonna, no, I'm going to kill this one, too. Don't think Biden's the first one to ever do this. This is the second time this administration's done this. Not in that they said the same thing. No, I'm talking the first time this ever happened, happened under one Barack Hussein Obama. Obama did the same thing. Remember the second his second term. Remember the start of his second term. Mm -hmm. He said he couldn't do anything about the border. Mm hmm. OK, said, oh, I can't do anything about it. It's all tied up because the Republicans won't vote on it. 
He did that all the way to the election, if you remember. I can't do anything. The, the Republicans won't vote on it. Remember what he did his last year. Fault. And, and Trump was fighting that, saying, no, he can do so much. And nobody believed him mm-hmm. because Trump had never served in Washington. But by golly gee, he was right again. He most certainly could. He did it day one through executive action. Shut the fucking border down. Done. Closed it. Sealed it. So don't fucking tell me that you can't do it. We know you can. The law is already there on your side. Shut the fucking border down. What? You're going to take a loss. I guess you're going to lose some money. Tough shit, fuckstick. Should never have made that deal to begin with. $5 billion. That's all it would have taken to build the border the first time around. $5 billion. And now? But now we're paying out our asshole for it. We will be for years. We just bankrupt the next fucking four generations of Americans. They were already bankrupt. Here's Joe for you. I know uh, you just heard. Did Joe already speak, my wife? What the hell am I doing here? It's a great question. That's what we're all asking. We're asking the same fucking question. What the hell are you doing here? Whenever you want to exit stage left, A, be my guest. Nobody's going to shed a tear over it, Joe. We'll close the door immediately. Trust me. It'll be all good. Take a walk into oblivion because that's where people need you right now. Except who comes up behind him? It. That's the question. Him. Them, those they, because they like pronouns. Here you go. But I've been trying to get Gavin to run for president for a very long uh, time. And are you serious? Uh, are we living in Gavin Newsom's California? Why? Yeah, and I'm sure your life is just a I nightmare left because of him. Oh right, you're Moved in Florida? Miami. It's so you know what? I'll tell you something. Lived here my in whole 2020, life. 2020. I I I've lived here since '83. Okay. And I love where I live. I love California. I, I mean, I, I'm dug in here. I share your frustrations with California. Oh, I do. And I that those are the things I was saying to him. I mean, this is one the I things, think I could pretty I could speak to again, pretty pretty you, eloquently. But are you happier in Florida? Yeah. What 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 is it in Florida that's that's over that compensated more than what you had here? It feels less crazy. And it does here. Here you just Florida's like, less great. Yeah. Hear me out. Hear me out on this. Really? Here's the place what I mean. where the people are okay, on bath salts, like Your fucking girl, an alligator. Sage Steele asked me, she's like, what was the moment when you felt like California had lost its mind? And it was a piece of legislation that I, I can't recall. Did it affect your life? A bill. Did it affect your is life? Is the crime affecting our lives? Is, is the it, homelessness is crime, affecting our was lives? Was crime affecting your life? My, here yeah, in absolutely. My house got broken into. Your house got broken into. Yes, and guess what? The relationship with PG&E. My house burned down in 2018. Where's your house? I'm, I'm in Malibu. <laughs> Malibu. Yeah. You got wow. You got broken into in Malibu. I got. <laughs> Things so, are rough out there. Like, our, oh, and it, it was so nuts. And guess, who let, guess who let the guy out during COVID? Because I got the letter. Newsome. It was the guy's third offense. He broke into our house. He had duct tape and a video camera. Anyway, long story. But he third strike. Guy goes to jail. Gets let out during COVID. I mean, give me a fucking break. You're not going to hold PG&E accountable for that fire in 2018. Yeah. You're going to decriminalize everything but regulate nothing. You're prioritizing the crazy shit I've ever seen in my life. Well, like, come on. Really? Again, my thing with Gavin is, first of all, he can win. Uh, first of all, I just like him. 
Uh, I think he's really smart. Is he a politician? Yes. That's the... Hello, Paula, is he slick? Good. I'm fucking glad he's slick. Slick people win elections. Clinton was slick. Obama was pretty slick. How do you feel about the way he handled Good. COVID? California was the not last for it. state to reopen. Not, not for it. Shut it's, the schools forever. Not, not for it. Mind you, with no mask on at the French laundry after saying oh, that you see, can't. Again, you are just, I think you've been captured by this. No, I haven't. This he's is a what, hypocrite, this is what, and that bothers this, me. The rules were absurd. Okay. You could okay, Bill. I know, but it's Bill, like it's like really absurd. You're, you're you're obsessing again though. about what the, was done the, right. You're obsessing about the dandruff. If he was he a went C-O-O. to the wrong restaurant, really, Bill, this is it, he like didn't again follow his own rules. Get, if you're going to be I a leader, it. you lead by example. That's not fucking dandruff. If he was the COO of a company, wasn't there like there's a two, ninety this two billion dollar? I can almost guarantee whoever he's going to run against from the Republican Party, although every time I make the decision independently, I must guarantee that I will think he's smarter, better at government, which Republicans don't even take seriously. They don't know how government works. Democrats are at least wonks. They actually know how government works. It's actually very complicated. You have to study it. It's arcane. It takes a lot of people in a lot of rooms at three in the morning with boxes of stale pizza and coffee and making and crafting laws that you'll never read but affect your life, people who actually really get things done. Is he that kind of person? Yes, I think he is. What a fucking hypocrite. Seriously. And no, that was uh, Jillian Michaels. What a fucking hypocrite. How how do you even consider yourself an American? Slick? Really? The reason we don't like Slick Willie was because he was slick. That was the problem. It was like every time he spoke, you had to go take a fucking shower. And they're pedos. And she's... See, I, uh, I, I can't. I, I give that lady a lot of credit. I, I don't know who she is, but I give her a lot of credit. Jillian Why? Michaels? Because you know what? She might not be saying all the great shit in the world, but she's actually like, she's on it. She's not wrong. She's, she's like, like, you fucking lost your mind. We live in a different world. Yeah, I mean, literally, where do you live right now, Bill? I, I don't understand, man. You you live on the same plane of existence as the rest of us. We're all fucking this chicken right now. I don't understand how you see this, that Gavin Newsom's a good guy. He's slick. He's not a good guy. He can win because he's he's but good looking. Dude, it, he's it, not good. You like him? Okay, who gives a shit? It's not about liking the politician. It's about his results. Yeah, he can win, but what's he going to win? Communism? I mean, look, Bill, I know you're an educated guy and I know you're a smart guy, but really, dude, can you not see past the end of your glasses? Can you not see past your nose? Do you understand that if you elect this retard, you won't have you. You might be okay with it because you'll just give in and say whatever they want because they've already got a hold of your soul. But do you realize that nobody else will be able to? It'll be like the brown shirts. This is like the Nazis. Like what you guys said about Trump that never came true will come true if Gavin Newsom is elected to this office. Hmm. You hmm. do realize that, right? There will be no more freedom. Not that there is any more anyway, but there will be no more freedom, period. Yep. 
He's Nancy Pelosi's nephew for fuck's sake. I mean, didn't didn't you see the visiting angels shit today? I sent it to every that shit was hysterical. That was so funny. You got it too, the visiting angels. Oh, that is just the absolute the absolute troll of all trolls. They took Nancy Pelosi and Joe Biden walking back to the plane yesterday and put the visiting angels theme song to the oh, background yes, of it. It was a fucking riot. Well, listen, I, I did say that Democrats are pedos. Um, they are. They are. Check this out. These are the times that I am discouraged about my job as a representative and also just what happens here at the Capitol. We sat in a committee all day discussing whether or not somebody that buys little children, these are two, three, four, five-year-old kids, and they buy them for sex, that we tried to get a bill through, Representative Bradley sent one through, that was going to put these buyers in jail. Right now, most of the time, they get off on probation. Almost all the time, they get off on probation after buying a child and raping a little child. And we tried to say, well, they need to at least serve a minimum of four years. And then we sat and listened to the Democrats fight against this bill, fight against putting these people in jail, and came up with all kinds of reasons, including that these buyers are victims themselves. This is very discouraging, and it's also very disgusting for me that they would actually defend this. And then they voted completely along party lines. The Democrats voted 100% that they did not want to put these pedophiles in jail. They defended the pedophiles. This is why it's so difficult sometimes to do what we do around here. We know we're on the side of right. We know we're on the side of morality. And we get shot down by, I do not understand the thought process behind this but we do get shot down. This is why I would encourage you to do a few things to help us with this. First, if you believe in prayer at all, please pray. We are fighting truly dark forces here. This is not okay. This is evil stuff that we're dealing with. And if you have the ability to come up and testify on, on bills or anything like this, please do so. Your voice is very important to what we're trying to accomplish around here. We are the minority, but with you, we become a powerful you all do realize right what they're talking about there they're talking about people that traffic children mm -hmm. and have sex with young children mm -hmm. pedophiles yeah not what is going on in colorado I don't what know, did you I'm all put in the I water i mean left. seriously this is that's really bad. Like you had a bill on the floor that makes it illegal for that to take place in your state. And you had every Democrat in that state legislature stand up and say, no, I do not support this. Do y'all see that this is not. When politics overrides morality. We all have huge problems. Yeah, that's exactly. Those were the words I was looking for. I was trying to find what to say. It, this is something that, that this is worrisome, very worrisome. I, I won't say scary, but worrisome. That literally they're trying to make something illegal. That's absolutely fucking grotesque and disgusting. If you ask any human being about it, they will tell you that it's grotesque and human, inhuman and fucking disgusting. But here we're trying to pass a law to make it illegal and the Democrats are stopping it. They're supporting the pedophiles. What the fuck? Hey, you remember when we talked about rednecks and renegades the other day? 
Check this one out. Sheriff told us about a man who he said wanted to eat a child. Yes, eat her as in cannibalism. And that was just one of the shocking details we heard at that press conference this morning. A knock on the door. What's up, man? Met by guys in green. 45 people arrested for being child predators, prostitutes, Johns, human traffickers, and this. A gentleman wanted a person brought to him that he could eat, physically cannibalize. That was Justin Bensink, who also, according to this warrant, planned to kidnap a child and make her drink her own pee to get him off. You want to talk about the depravity of humanity? Look at these people. People like Assam Batros. He took an erectile dysfunction pill before he got there. And then he injected himself with testosterone into his genitals. All while thinking he was meeting a 14-year-old, like many of the people who knocked at this door. During the course of the investigation, a lot of people admitted that they knowingly had sexually transmitted diseases. And they were willing to have sex with a 14-year-old. Yeah, the depravity. Oh, you wicked, wicked generation. Mm. Yep. Anyway, I think I'm we done have for more? the night. Uh, we, I'm done. I don't know about you, but I'm, I'm. Do we have any more humor? Something funny? Unfortunately, there is no more humor. Fuck. Nope. Oh, well, here's, here's, here's one more on the depravity of humanity before we get out of here. How's that? Okay. Okay. This is, hold on. There you go. Yep. That's about right. Hey, remember in California when two undercover investigators uh, secretly videotaped Planned Parenthood selling baby parts and then uh attorney general in california prosecuted the investigators and not planned parenthood that was kamala harris great question what the heck ever happened with that case the case where two people wore body cams and um pretended to be government officials so that they could buy body parts from planned parenthood don't worry because in 2016 a texas grand jury uh found no wrongdoings by planned parenthood Instead, they indicted CMP founder David Delighton and member Sandra Merritt for creating and using false government IDs and attempting to purchase fetal tissue. So they got indicted for attempting to purchase fetal tissue. I don't know if you guys have ever seen these videos, but when I tell you they were saying very openly, oh, yeah, we sell we sell body parts all the time. Like uh, this is the going rate. This is what. So these two were charged with 15 felonies. They had filmed without consent, criminal conspiracy, invade personal privacy. Uh, they were dismissed with leave to amend. In 2017, the state of California refiled the charge. So this was a really big operation, actually, or a long and drawn out operation that, that lasted for 30 months. Okay. So what's interesting about it, right, is that they said they had hundreds or even thousands of hours of, of videotape. And then they just act like, oh, it's just some anti-abortionist group. 
right? This is why they make everything about like religion or something like that. Cause they're like, oh, it's just some far right extremist. That's what they always say, right? It's just some far right extremist. I don't think we should be selling baby body parts. <laughs> Call me crazy. And then guess what they use it for? Now they're gonna now they're gonna get us to fight with each other about abortion. And, and frankly, I am both for and against abortion. I I have two very opposing views on you know people who have gotten raped. I think that that should be their right. There should be their option, especially incestual. Honestly, I think it should be people's rights, no matter what. If you're uh, ancient Egyptian, they believed, and and that goes all the way back to ancient Egypt, by the way. They believed that if you did an abortion, that the soul was cleansed because it didn't have time to sin on. So like, honestly, I believe that abortion is a religious issue. And I think that we should keep church and state separate. I'm sorry if you don't agree with it. None of my business. But I'll tell you what, we'd have a lot less kids that can't be taken care of. And frankly, abortion is always going to be around. Even if you outlaw it, people are still going to do it. So you might as well make it safe for them. Now, do I agree with women who use abortion? I thought I've, I gave up a friend over this, a very close friend that was using abortion as a means of birth control. Uh, I mean, it is, it's birth control, but not in, in a way that's preventative. Uh, and I think that that is extremely irresponsible and I don't agree with it. And so I got rid of that friend, not to mention it's, it's very hard on your body. Um, and a lot of times you become sterile because of it. But you see how they use certain things. What they do is they take this very important thing and then they just throw it out the window and then they make some argument over it. Anyway, yeah, don't worry because they weren't doing anything wrong. Planned Parenthood was not doing anything wrong. The investigators, though, big problem. Are you going to kill that? Trying. Jesus. There we go. Hmm. You know who the attorney general in California was when that happened? Kamala Harris. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we know. Mm -hmm. She said it. Mm -hmm. Yep. Oh, Kamala. Yep. Hey. Um, yeah, we know. We know Def. We know Def. Y'all go check out the show that uh, Def did with Janet on Deplorable Nation, episode 185, Faith Can Move Mountains. Go check that out, y'all. Hey, before we get out of here. Hold on. I got one. You want to get high? One more I want to play real quick. Okay. I just sent it to you. Bring so that I, one up actually. real quick. All just right. before we get to this. We will get high before we get out of here. I promise. Okay. Um, I do promise you that. Stop. Okay, I'm not sure if you guys heard about this or not, but this was taken earlier today. Because you know how Ukraine's been bitching about they're missing money? Mm -hmm. They're missing like close to 40 billion is what they're estimating right now. Well, get this. This just turned up today. And some fucking dude's house, this uh, general or whatnot, this general's house in a box underneath his bed. Check this out. Okay. 
Hey, if you're wondering how much cash this is, real quick, this is a hundred million U.S. I think it's a million U.S. No, this is a hundred million U.S. current. This hundred million. Oh no, no it's one million. million. One million. One million. Two boxes. Sorry. Yep. The former head of the Ukrainian Regional Military Recruitment Office. A mm. million dollars in U.S. dollars. In mm. shoeboxes. Okay. Mm. Okay, go ahead and tell us again that our money's going to a good spot over there. Go ahead and tell us again. Please, Vladimir, get back on here and tell us again how much more money you need from us and how, how fast you need it. It's not about your plight. Don't get me wrong. If you're, you're serious about your plight, you're going to understand where I'm coming from then. Because your plight, okay, yeah, you're facing annihilation. Sure, I understand that. But when you can't account for where our money's going and you're, we're seeing this shit turn up like this, dude, I got bad news for you, bro. You ain't been using our money right yet since the beginning. Why am I going to send you more? Hmm. Yep. Because that should be in your people's pockets or helping your people or putting food on the table for people or fucking restocking your military, not fucking around like this shit. Hey, let's get high before I moda us out. Why are you going to motivate us? Why, why would oh, you do that? Oh, it's totally. the weekend. I know. We're all trying to have a good weekend. Mm -hmm. Yep. Jeez, you suck. I know. All right. Get it ready. You know what time it is. Yep. The J-Man. We are. I need to do that. There we go. What tick, Mike? I know you uh, came in late. And you wanted to smoke. This one's for you. Yeah, you do it for us. So obviously replays start late tonight since uh, we're already past the time when replays would normally start. So replays, replays start at 10 o'clock because the good book comes on at 9 o'clock tomorrow morning. So uh, today is good book. Starts at 10 p.m. Followed by the Patriot Party podcast from yesterday and then Liana's show from yesterday. Hey, you know all you got to do is say, hey, you want to get high? We're going to say yes. You know it. I do it to Liana all the time. Some days I'm like, it's the third row, Liana, let's go. I got a, I got a third seventh inning stretch. Yeah, no shit. Now that they found it, can they please send that money back to the U.S.? We could use it. You'll be excited to know that Zion just texted us a picture of baby sparkles. There is now a baby sparkles who looks just like the big sparkles. 
wee baby sparkles. Baby sparkles. Baby Sparkles. Look at that, he's so cute. Wee Baby Sparkles. Looks kind of like Papa Sparkles, honestly. Yes, he really does. So. Oh. Yes, it is a chick. Yeah. A chicken, not a chick. A chicken. A chicken. Yes. Yes, it's a baby. It's a baby rooster. Anyway. So. There's a, there's a lot that's about to happen. A lot coming up. Oh, shit. Forgot. All right. This guy puts a whole bunch of pieces together. Stuff we've already put together, but... Um, Figured it out. Just a up. reminder, since we've kind of been talking about this. Amongst, not necessarily on the show, but, you know, internally. There was ever a sign that God was telling us to repent, it's this. I hope you're paying attention. Have you guys heard about this eclipse that's happening on April 8th? It's a total solar eclipse that's going across the entire United States of America. It just so happens to be passing through eight cities named Nineveh. Nineveh in the Bible is a city that God told Jonah to go tell to repent. And they did. They listened to the word of God through Jonah. They repented and they were spared. It's no coincidence that this eclipse is going through eight cities named Nineveh. The number eight spiritually means new beginnings, which is really interesting because this eclipse that's taken place on April 8th is the second total solar eclipse that will be going across the entire continental United States in the last seven years. When you put these two together, it makes what looks like an X. But in the ancient Hebrew alphabet, it's actually a Tav. And it means the end. And when you come to an end, you come to a beginning. To further solidify this sign, this eclipse comes at the very end of the year on God's calendar. And the first day of the first month of the new year will happen on April 10th. So we have this total solar eclipse on April 8th that passes through eight cities named Nineveh. It creates a Tav when you add it to the other total solar eclipse that happened in 2017. God is speaking to us. This is not a coincidence. God uses the sun, the moon, and the stars for signs. Read Genesis 1.14. When the disciples asked Jesus for signs, he talked about the sun, moon, and stars, things happening in the sun, moon, and the stars. That is the reason why God put them up there to keep time and to give us signs. This sign is not a coincidence. It is a call to repentance. If you have been seeing signs, if, if you're seeing re repetitive numbers all the time, if you're seeing 1111, it's a sign, to, it's a call to repentance. Jesus is calling us to repent, like God used Jonah to call Nineveh to repent. This eclipse that goes through eight cities named Nineveh creates a top. It creates a cross. When the Pharisees asked Jesus for a sign, what did he say? He said, you will get no sign but the sign of Jonah. Whereas Jonah was three days and three nights in the whale's belly, 
Jesus said he will be three days and three nights in the earth. We have a giant cross, a giant tab drawn on the United States by God himself. God is telling us to repent and let me tell you something, you better do it now. Stop playing around with your faith. Stop being a casual Christian. Stop thinking that you can do whatever you want because Jesus died on the cross. That is not what he died for. He did not die on the cross so that you could say, I believe in you, Jesus, and then go, go and do whatever the hell you want to do. It does not work like that. And this sign of the eclipses, the Tob, the cross, and Nineveh is a sign that God is calling you to repent. So here's what you need to do. Get on your knees and go talk to God. In order to repent, you've got to go tell on yourself. Go confess your sins to God. God, I'm sorry. I've been doing this and this and this and this. And name out every sin that you can think of. And don't sugarcoat it. Don't be embarrassed. Whatever it is, call it what it is. And say, God, I've been doing this, 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 and this, and this, and this. I'm, it's wrong. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't want to be like this anymore. Please forgive me. Please help me overcome these sins. I, I repent. I repent of all these things. I don't want to do it anymore. Help me. God will answer that prayer. He will help you turn away from your sins. He will help you stop doing these things that you are not supposed to be doing. Because let me tell you something. Lukewarm Christians, read the book of Revelation. Lukewarm Christians, Jesus throws them up out of his mouth. They become vomit to him. If you're a lukewarm Christian, time's up. You cannot afford to be a lukewarm Christian anymore. You have to repent. Get on your knees. Confess your sins to God. Tell him you're sorry. Ask him to forgive you. Ask him to help you overcome your sins and mean it. Because time's running out. Okay. Now are you ready to have your mind smoked? Mm. Okay. <clears throat> Let's go back to our scripture reading. Let's remember the day of the crucifixion of our Lord. What happened? The earth shook. What else happened? There was a, sol a total eclipse. Yep. What day did that take place on? You think? Probably April 8th. What, do you, what are the chances that April 8th may be the day that everything goes epically sideways? Mm -hmm. I'm... I'm, I'm not saying it is, but there's way too many coincidences all lining up on April 8th. There was a total eclipse when, according to what the Bible says, there was a total eclipse when Jesus died on the cross. Yep. So if there was a total eclipse on that day, the earth shook on that day, all we need, I guarantee there's probably going to be an earthquake on fucking April 8th. I'm just saying. What are the chances? Think about it. Just throwing it out there. Just it's odd how all that shit just seems to line up. And this guy's telling you, like, he's right. You know what? You don't have to do either. The third moon after the after the solstice is March twenty fifth. Shit, April eighth. That would be after. Oh my. <laughs> he's always right. <sighs> Shit. Anyway, you know how absolutely freaking nuts it's gonna get. 
You have no idea. You can't even comprehend. You can't even comprehend. You have no idea what's going on. Stay close. Stay close. Stay close. Stay far. Anyway, we got to get the fuck out of here. She's going to be back tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. for the good book. We got the replays going on overnight. Because again, we don't have any extra live content. So one more time, if you want to put it out to every single one of us, you, so you all hear me, if you're going to start a podcast and you want a place to start, you want a channel and already has got people that come in and listen, you can do it here. Especially if you're already an OG member of the Wolfpack, it's not a big deal. We don't care. The only thing we're not going to do is your show. Mm -hmm. You got to get that. If you got content, you want to do content, you want time. We'll take away from the replays. Trust me. Yeah. We'll drop the replays for live content. Absolutely. There's no issue with that. But that's up to you. You want to do that? I'm down with it. Death, we already told you. We would help you out as well. Yep. We have no problems. We know you're trying to start a show. We're all about that. Yep. We'll even give you whatever time you need on our show or on this channel. So that way you can put it out there. Or if you want to run your replays on here or whatever, you can do whatever you want to do. That's what we're starting it for. That's the reason for it. And as soon as we figure out how we can start plugging Justin shows in the downtime, we're going to do that too. But I think that might require another computer and now another internet line. No, it requires me to monitor it more. Well, yeah, we'd have like to, be here all the time. Yeah. We'd have to do whatever. We'd actually have to run a full day stream though. I mean, that would be 24 hour broadcasting. Yeah. I don't know if we're right there just yet. Not quite. But I, anyway. I, I'm just saying, we're we're available. You can just reach out, email us, mickvlin at gmail.com. Yep. It has never changed. M-I-C-V-L-Y-N-N. You can email us. If you got a phone number, call us, text us, whatever you want to do. However you want to reach out. We're probably going to tell you just call us. We're probably going to reach back out in an email and say, hey, call us. So, yeah. Or text us. Yeah. Because I'd rather hear about it than read about it. Yep. Because I want to hear your passion behind it too. And yeah, we're going to do whatever we can can do to help. So yep. it's not easy. I'll tell you that right now. It took a lot of fucking, a lot of effort to get this off the ground. But once we did, it was after you get it off the ground, it's pretty much clear sailing from there until you start upgrading. And then you're fucked again. Then you're fucked again. <laughs> and then it's like, fuck, <laughs> God damn. Anyway, all right, we got to right. get the fuck out of here. Either way, uh, she'll be back tomorrow afternoon for the uh, uh, Freedom Gardens. Freedom Gardens. With Heather. Heather's going to be here, too. There you go. Yep. So, till then, fuckers, you all have a great weekend. Mm -hmm. um, we will not see you Sunday. We'll see you back here Monday, 545 for the pre-show, 6 p.m. for the regular show. We'll talk to you then, fuckers, for the Mick. And be Lynn. Later. Thanks for watching, y'all. Peace.
that's our aim to play. My hands on my heart, I stand on what I say. And my Second Amendment handles what I can. I ain't trying to be Billy Badass or talk shit. I'm just saying, there's the line, don't cross it. I got a red rider gun when I was three, so I don't run or hide from anything. Bitch, I'm a red, white, and blue color boy from the south. And you can fuck around and find out. We are both right now drinking our Cardi Miracle, which is, uh, and we both prefer it with a little bit more water. So and I'm almost done with mine, but this was full. It was full. Um, and it's one scoop twice a day in distilled water. It is important to put it in distilled water. I put mine in spring water. Spring water will work too. Don't use I just tap not water. tap water. I it don't defeats the, the whole purpose. Really I like mine. And I, I actually, when I get about halfway through this, yeah, I add more, more water. water to it and I drink it all day. Um, it's, literally every vitamin and mineral that you need at even more than what the you know government recommends right and your body just anyway. expels what you don't need your yeah. body will not absorb it it's like once it reaches the limit you'll find that you go pee more right mm -hmm. what were your symptoms before oh i was i would get short of breath going from the kitchen to my bedroom i was working from home eight hours a day and i there were many many days that i did not make it through a whole shift because i was dizzy i was nauseous i was shorter like shorter breath to the point which is what i think was causing my dizziness because i wasn't getting enough oxygen i felt terrible like almost all the time and i went through that for about a year before mm -hmm. we started doing this cardio miracle in february and it really has made a difference and it's hey every there. day seriously start really, your is day what it is it's like really, start your day really have with to. cardio miracle go to defiantmiracle.com it's our affiliate link Use promo code DEFIANT, 
if you sign up for the subscribe and save, then you get oh, that's so helpful an additional to order it. Yeah, ten percent off, and then they just send it to you every month. All right, so uh, Cardi Miracle, get yes. yours today. Defiantmiracle.com promo code Defiant.